Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, and my patron peeps. It's time for the podcast you support. This is probably, you're hearing this in the new year uh, at some point where I'm in the old year. Oh boy, do you look like you're in a new year. You look uh, so new yearish. Uh, what do you say? We get out with the show, patrons. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do as a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. And I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. You know, whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind that you're thinking about or that are, you know, that are, you know, trying to vie for your attention. You know, thoughts about the past, the present, the future, just thinking stuff, uh, arithmetic or arithmetic or math or maths. So many words about arithmetic that I'm glad I don't even know, uh, but uh, like, uh, you say those, there's more than a few Ma- math uh, numbers. There's actually uh, only ten we need if you count zero, because zero needs to be counted. Of course, numbers we can make a lot of them from just uh, ten numbers. Uh, and uh, what? Oh, whoops! So, so thoughts, uh, feelings, any emotions coming up for you? Uh, they, they could be, be physical feelings as well. It could be other things. It could be situational. You might be just going through something. You might have something coming up. Your schedule may have changed. Maybe you work on that second or third, or of course, now that I give the love out to the fourth and fifth shifts, uh, holy cow. You know, my inbox is full. So if you do work in the fifth, fifth, fifth or, you know, or the fourth dimension, the shift of the fourth, the, the shifting for the fourth dimensional shift, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm giving you the, the bore love out there. Cause you say, well, I just switched. Uh, you know, I was in this, I was in, uh, I was in there in our, our dimension. And they said, well, there's an opening up in between the fifth shift and the fourth dimensional shift. Uh, and you want to do, you say, well, I don't know. How's that going to impact my, nor- my normal routine? Luckily, I have sleep with me because I don't even know. Just tell me when to be there. They say, well, be there at uh, Synapse4ZQP, Algorithm Robot. You see, I'm sorry, what, could you put that on a, um, something I could understand? I don't know how you expect me to show, how am I going to get any work done? I don't know what any of that means. Oh, I'm sorry, you will later, though. Oh, okay, this sounds like uh, I'm already asleep in some sense. So you may be, may, hopefully you're halfway there. You see, yeah, well, as soon as you started giving that Hollywood glamour to the fourth and fifth shifts i started thinking about other things anyway so whatever's keeping me awake i'm here to take your mind off of that and keep you company while you fall asleep i'm here to distract you and the way i'm going to do it is i'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night 
I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky are my dulcets. You might say, how creaky are they, Scoots? And I'd say, just creaky enough, uh, hopefully. Because I can't think of jokes like that. You say, oh, tell me how creaky, so creaky uh, that I can't even think of any jokes about them. So creaky, they make floorboards groan. You know, so so creaky, they record them for uh, events around October, you know, between October 1st and October 31st, and then they play them in the background uh, to simulate doors. Uh, you know, uni- they say, oh, Universal's, hey, Universal, look me up next year when you get everything going, you say. Yeah, we got our super fun, you know, uh, October fun time going. Or Nats, you see, Nats, a fun, fun, fun pumpkin farm at night. Uh, I guess I'm still thinking about that stuff. So uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. You just got a mini one there. Superfluous tangents. I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. And I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. That's the deal. And that can be a little bit different for most people. So let me give you some other information right up front. One, this podcast is not for everybody. I really hope it is for you. Most of the regular listeners, what up, regular listeners? How you doing? What up, any fish is listening right now? Any, uh, any like, well, regular listeners and listeners that have fishes or fishes, uh, kitten any kittens listening they're probably not paying attention and i mean not that kittens are kittens aren't no who pays less attention puppies definitely than kit than kittens that's interesting you probably have less like a puppy's not going to give you like a huh my brain is a bit like a puppy running around but that's funny because you say who is which which uh domesticated what do they call them domesticated pet uh is gonna has a child or a, a new 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 foundling or whatever i would say a puppy is going to be more distracted than a kitten but that's based on actually no factual information and a whole lot of assuming but then when they grow up, it's the opposite, at least for my case. Like now that I'm in, still in 2020, co- where I go, Koa goes, except I say, okay, I'm going to close the bathroom. I need to, this, this is my bathroom time, please. Don't worry, I'll wash my hands. Oh, boy, you could sit there by the door and listen. Okay, you want to, oh, do you mind if I walk over here? Okay, come along. Where a cat, I would imagine, cat's got stuff going on. So, oh boy, that's a superfluous tangent there. Oh, oh, you, oh, this podcast isn't for everybody. That's what I was trying to say. So give it a few tries and see how it goes. That's one thing. So if you're skeptical or you're doubtful or you're not feeling it, that's normal, actually. That's the way most people get when they first listen to this podcast feel. And so just give the podcast a few tries and just kind of see how it goes. And this podcast is best consumed loosely. So, I mean, maybe even in the back of your head, you could watch a puppy bounding around and imagine that I'm a puppy. You see, when like, uh, it would almost be like that. You'd say, okay, 
here's the thing. Oh, wait, can you come back here? Oh, you don't know what that means? Oh, no, not there, please. Oh, boy. Have to clean. Got to get my spray to clean that up. But so, hey, could you come back here? I, I just want you to introduce a pod. Oh, where'd you go? No, 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 no. Don't go under. Oh, okay. Don't please don't chew on that. Podcasts a bit like that. Uh, so it's best if you just kind of say, okay, let's just give it some basic limitations. But it, like consume it loosely, uh, like not, I'm not, that's not an analogy with a puppy, obviously. But you'd say, let, you know, let the puppy run around and say, okay, this is your spot to do that. No chewing. Other than that, I kind of, you know, I put up these paper bonds, you know, whatever. I'm trying to give you some space to bound around. So best consume loosely, meaning that it never really, this is a podcast that never really gets started and peters out from there. So it's just like sand in your hand. You say, okay, it's just drifting through my hand there. So best consume loosely. It's also a podcast that doesn't really put you to sleep. I'm more here to keep you company as you fall asleep of all things. So I'm here to take your mind off stuff while you drift off. And, and that's the reason the show is about an hour is to give you plenty of time. So you just drift off at your leisure. And if you can't sleep, I'll be here for you. Like, I'll be here to keep you company to the very end. So I'm here for you whether you're awake or asleep. And that's really my job is I'm here to be your boar bay, your boar bud, your boar sib, your boar bestie. Uh, your bore cause, whatever, however you, whatever, like you reach a stage where you say, yeah, I'm comfortable. You're, you're, oh, somebody said neighbor recently. I'm sorry if I, I, on Twitter. So it's a new one. Uh, but so yeah, just kind of, I'm just here to be your friend to take your mind off. So just like I was on call and you'd say, like, if you had a puppy and you say, I mean, I never, I don't, I've, I probably, adults have probably said this, but now I'm, I'm so puppied, I'm, I'm puppied out. I'm done pupped out from this puppy. Can you just come over and watch my puppy bound around for a little bit? You know, it's in the pre, but you can't really play with it because the puppy's still, you know, getting to know the world. And if it needs to get to know the world of restrooms, that's, that's that spot over there. Otherwise, uh. And just keep an eye on it. Uh, you'd say, sure. This kind of this podcast is so you say, okay, I'm just going to keep my, and maybe you, if the puppy already has like a place, a safe place to play in, you'd say, well, I'm going to queue up something. I, mean, I got to finish up the uh, Queen's Gambit here, you know? So I got to get on that. Uh, so just kind of see how it goes. Uh, uh, and consume it loosely. The other things that can throw new people off, uh, but my regular listeners, you know where I'm going with this. Thanks uh, for being here. Is the structure of the show. This show is structured very differently because it's here to put, put you to sleep. So the show starts off with a greeting. Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, pet-based beings, uh, domesticated friends, uh, anybody listening in, you know, maybe I, I've never heard from any birds that are listening in outside of someone's window or a squirrel in a tree outside of a child's room uh, that listens to the podcast or an adult's room. And you say, well, yeah, I was inside that tree. Oh, boy, was that good. I was snuggled in my tree, and I was hearing this uh 
somewhat comforting voice. Kind of sounded a bit like when the tree bends in the wind, but all the time. So the show starts off the greeting. Then there's business. The business lasts about four to six minutes. There's some stuff like uh, about listener support, too. That's how we're bringing this show twice a week. Then there's an intro. The intro goes from like minute six or eight or so to minute 20 to 22 to 23 to 19 ish. And that's uh, the introduction of the podcast. It's different every time. I try to introduce what the podcast is. Some of the stuff is repetitive. And it's the whole idea is I introduce new people to podcasts. But it's different every time. So, you're, I mean, this is really one of the key concepts of sleep with me. So your brain can't adapt or your emotions, or your body, or the combination of things that are keeping you up. That's why the intro is new every time. Because, I don't know, for me, if I, everything I try, my, my body and brain adapts. And it says, nah, let's think about, you know, let's think about fifth grade. Nah, let's think about next week. And they said, what, well, I was going to go to sleep. Remember I, was so, remember I was so tired and I did all that? Oh, boy, nah. Meh, that, that routine is so routine. So that's why the thing, the intro is different every time. The reason it lasts about 20 minutes, and for some people they say you never get started or what is the intro. The intro is here to ease you into bedtime, to give you some distance from the day or to be a part of your bedtime routine as you're winding down. You know, for a percentage of listeners, they're falling asleep, and that's great. You look so great as you're falling asleep, so peaceful. And some listeners skip it, but most people, yeah, it's it's part of their decompression. Is exactly what is it? They're doing something else, or they're getting ready for bed, or they need a break during the day. So that's why the intro goes on for 20 minutes or so. Also, the other thing is I can't ever get to the point. If I, did, I mean, it, that's the thing. If I could get to the point, I wouldn't have a sleep podcast. Uh, I don't know, it, 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 like efficiency in a sleep podcast or this sleep podcast are not like, uh, I mean, that'd be like telling a puppy to grow up uh, or get a job. I'm sure somebody's done that in a movie before. They've said, hey, get a job. And the puppy would just look at you and then maybe, like, start, like, you know, biting the rug or something. Or, you know, lift its leg. And he says, can you, can you just grow up? And he says, I'm a puppy. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to, um, did you know I have a, t- did you see this thing behind me? That's part of my body. I just figured that out. Uh, so I can't, I don't think I can go out and get a job. I just realized there's this thing. And it can move it, but I can't really control it. Also, it, it wants me to chase it sometimes. Uh, what did you say about getting a job? You said to get a job, right? Or were you saying that I needed to grow up? Oh, boy. What is that? Even? Oh, that thing's... Oh, my, it, that's so weird. I just felt it move. And I felt it move from the inside. But I don't know if I was moving it. Did you say they call this thing a tail? Oh, boy, because I think it's, you know what, I think it's wagging me. What were you saying? Should I get a job? Uh, what's it, Oh, what's the job? Now I feel like a bit of, like I'm in a movie, a Pixar movie or something. Did Doug say any of that stuff? Maybe that's where it's from, my, how it got in my brain. But, I mean, that's exactly, even if it wasn't from that, that's exactly what a puppy would say. If you said, get, and then for me, then I would feel, then I'd go to try to go to bed at night and say, 
Can't believe you told that poppy to get a job. You're supposed to be, I say, yeah, no, I feel, I, I know, you're right brain, or left brain, whoever's judging me now. Oh, no, you're judging yourself because you told a puppy to get a job and grow up. It was just a puppy. And remember you had that, you furrowed your eyebrow at a puppy. Yeah, I didn't actually say any of that stuff. I just thought it, uh, yeah, the puppy knew anyway. You might as well have told it to grow up and get a job the way you uh, furrowed your brow at it. I don't think any of this happened, though. I was just recording a podcast intro. So anyway, uh, oh, what was, that's why the intro goes on and on and on, because you can't get to the point. I mean, when you get distracted by stuff like that, you got to lean in. So that's the intro. Then there's business between the intro and the story. Uh, that's just how podcast structure works, and, and uh, that's kind of the sweet spot. You can always find that stuff at our website, who's sponsoring the show. Then there's our story. Tonight it'll be a first episode of our new episodically modular series that doesn't even have an official title yet, uh, so I'm excited. And that'll be episodically modular, so you can listen to it in any order. Because at the top of every episode will be something to catch you up. Uh, but mostly it'll be meandering and put you off into dreamland. So it'll just be like an individual bedtime story. Then at the end is uh, thank yous and goodnights. So that's the structure of the show. The only other thing that's important to know is the reason I make the show is because you deserve a good night's sleep. And that, like, uh, you deserve a place where you can rest. And that means that if you get some rest, your world will be better, our world will be better. And you deserve an opportunity to be rested to live your life. I really believe that. The other thing is that I've been there. The other reason I make the show is because I've been there. I mean, what I would say is, like, somebody somebody else in the world's probably glared at a puppy before. And I didn't intentionally glare at the puppy. I just got moody. And all I did was glare at it and think to myself, why don't you get a job, puppy, and grow up? Uh, and that was only imagining an intro for a pot. And my brain would say, well, I don't know. We got to talk, but we better think about this a lot. What does this say about you that you glared at a puppy today? I need to bring, you know, I need to bring up some witnesses. And I say, well, I'm just, I, I thought I had that cocoa. I'm going to fall asleep. Oh, no, you're not. You're not falling asleep. Oh, boy. I got a I got a conference call in from the puppy 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 feelings international, and they want to talk about it. this is a big case for them because uh, wait a second the puppy didn't even I don't think the puppy was even looking at me when I glared at it and imagined that I was imagining to tell it to get a job that was more of an analogy for something else. Uh, Okay, well, you'll have to tell it to the puppy count. Oh, the puppy council, puppy feelings council is actually made up of puppies. They all are running around right now. So I'll have to get back to you. So those are the reasons I make the show. You deserve a good night's sleep, and I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. And I want to make it better or a little bit more relaxing or tolerable or something that you don't, you don't have to deal with the rigmarole, that you could look forward to bedtime. And say, well, at least Scoots is going to be chasing his proverbial tail around. This time he was actually kind of chasing his own tail around. And uh, you say, I mean, I, I would think when you're, if you're first developing a relationship, here's a book, uh, Developing a Relationship with My Tail. Scoot, this, uh, a, puppy's, a puppy's story. 
uh, you know, or that'd be chapter one, the day I discovered my tail. It was a day like any other. I don't remember anything about it because it felt like I, I didn't even know it was, uh, I, I, yeah. And then there was this thing wiggling. And I said, is that some sort of being? Then I chased it. Oh, okay. So anyway, that's that's why I make the show. Give it a few tries. That's what most people say. Like I said, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. There's really nothing to lose on your end. I really hope it can help you fall asleep. And if it doesn't, there's tons of other sleep podcasts out there. You could do, you know, you could check, just Google sleep podcasts. But, uh, you know, sleep whispers, there's get sleepy, there's sleepy, there's nothing much happens, sleep cove, uh, women's sleep meditations, meditation minis. There's tons of stuff out there, empty bowl. And there's probably a bunch I'm not even thinking of. So give it, but give this show a shot. I hope it works for you. It's definitely different. <laughs> So give it a few tries. See how it goes. I really appreciate you coming by. I work really hard, believe it or not, on this show because I yearn and I strive and I want to help you fall asleep. So thanks again for your coming by. And uh, here's a couple of ways we were able to bring this show twice a week. All right, everybody. It's Scooter here. And this is going to be our new ongoing episodically modular series. And it's definitely different than anything we've done before, but it exists in a world you may be familiar with if you've listened to the podcast for a long time. And it's a genre of podcast that I haven't gotten to do before, so I'm really excited about it, and I won't be really involved very much. Uh, so it'll be a little bit like I want you to you know, get settled in and just imagine and get comfortable. And everything, now the nice thing about these episodically modular series is you really can listen to them in any order and it's going to come at you in a way that uh, will still be sleepy and everything will be explained in a very soothing and meandering way. So I just want you to think of any positive memories or maybe a picturesque memory of a game night. Uh, you're comfortable. And you're with uh, friends you feel really comfortable around. You can really be yourself and you're at ease. And you're just drifting and you're getting comfortable. And I'm going to turn things over uh, to, the, to, to, to the people. Uh, yeah. So, oh, oh, sorry. I was buying time. But, okay, uh, so this is Mr. Antonio Banderas, but we don't have a title of the series yet. Uh, but Antonio was listening, so go ahead, Mr. Antonio Banderas. Ah, yes, uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, get comfortable for a little bit of the fifth edition, like a roll of a 20-sided die, off to dreamland, dice, uh, yes, a dice, not die, I said it again, Antonio, like a 20-sided dice, so rolling you off into dreamland, it comes out new series, uh, you just roll the 20, good night. Oh, thanks, Antonio. That's not the name of the series, so that was just Antonio's tagline for this. Thanks, uh, thanks everybody.
Okay, hey, come on in. Uh, so, yeah, sit down. Yeah, don't worry. Get co- get get comfortable. So, I just wanted to get the introductions going while you get settled. You, yeah, your character sheet's right in front of you. And uh, I know we kind of talked about it, and, and you so you know who you're playing. But I just wanted to introduce you to everybody because this is you know a bit of a, a different situation, and we want to talk about that because we already started this game, this adventure, and we agreed uh, to. Uh, we wanted to keep playing it and not because the first part of the adventure is really not that great anyway. It was just like uh, to get us to where we are right now and to get leveled up. It was, so you're you're at level two. I think I told you that. And uh, this everybody, you know, I mean, we already know because we talked about it. But this is Raul uh, or Eleanor. Sorry, Eleanor. Yeah, I am Eleanor. And, uh, yeah, so Eleanor, this is type, I mean, <laughs> sorry, excuse me. Uh, good, good to meet you, Eleanor. I'm Lord Von Chill. And as you could see, you know, I am, I prefer you could call me Lord or your grace or my grace. Uh, my Lord is something I prefer. And you could probably tell that I'm a royal fighter, and you'll learn more about me as the adventure goes on. I'm looking forward to working with you and being healed and treated by you, because I know you're a Florentian nurse. Uh, But yes, I am here, clad in armor, uh, to keep us going on this journey. And this here is my... uh, 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 well, we'll talk about that in a second, but I, uh, we did roll, this is not Lord Von Chill. This is, you could call me, just call me Lord Von Chill, but we did roll it and I won to have a sidekick. Uh, so I'm the only one with a sidekick because those two dropped out of the game. But anyway, so this is my sidekick. Uh, it's a higher, oh, I'll introduce you, Lord Von Chill. And this is my, uh, this is my hireling, my, uh, a, a rogue, a knavish rogue, uh, nimble finger. So I keep a close eye on, uh, Granada of Darmok. Uh, no, 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 my, my grace, it's D- 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 Granada of the Order of Darmok. Uh, Granada's fine. Uh, nice to meet you, Eleanor. Yes, uh, Lord Von Chill. The Lord, like, uh, has hired me, and I'm not willing to share uh, our, what agreement we've reached or how much, uh, it, you know, His Grace did not pay me in gold. I'll be clear about that. Uh, we have an understanding. Oh, just so you know, Eleanor, you know, Granada cannot be trusted. You know, I can trust Granada because I keep an eye on everything, uh, yes, but you could, but I can be trusted, Eleanor. Uh, you could trust that you can't trust me, which creates trust. But I'm looking forward to making an arrangement with you and working. You know, if, if the mission is not completed, then I get nothing. And okay, hold hold hold, hold on a second. This is Eleanor. Um, so you're playing both Lord Von Chill and. Granada or of the Order of Darmok? No, I'm Lord Chill. 
Lord Von Chill, uh, or your grace, or your lordship, and this is my assistant, uh, you, you know, my hired, my my sidekick. I don't know that's what the classification is, but uh, Granada of the Order of Darmok, excuse me. Okay, the, <laughs> yeah, he's playing both roles, and he has an issue with... Uh, it's a bit it can be a bit I'm I'm Perea. Uh, I mean I'm uh, you're not Perea. You're Zell. I'm I'm Zell. I'm a fighter. I'm a hired sword. I uh, I signed up for this mission. In my personal life, I may or may not date someone that plays Lord Von Chill, and also decides that they have a double personality and they play uh, Granada of Darmok, and it may or may not be tiresome. But I'm here to have fun, really, so I'm, it's great to meet you. Thank you so much for being willing to come into a game that already started after two people dropped. You know, we lost two players, and we have a new dungeon master, uh, So, but that's not a big deal. Could you tell me a little bit more about yourself, Eleanor? What's a Florent? I've never met a Florentian nurse uh, before. Or is that sounds like you're a bit of an idealist? Well, yes. Uh, thank you for uh, nice to meet you, uh, Zell and uh, Lord Von Chill. Uh, is it going to be efficient calling you Lord and Granada of, Dar- of the Order of Darmok, uh, Zell? That's easy. Granada, that's easy. Lord Von Chill, like in action, I don't think I'm going to be comfortable calling you your grace or your lordship just because I may not come from a place. I respect your royalness, but I also, I'm just thinking in the heat of action. And also probably to strike, like Von Chill probably will uh, be very intimidating if I'm yelling, Von Chill, throw me this, or Von Chill on your right. uh, Oh, yes, uh, I think we could make an arrangement for that. Uh, Thank you for asking, Eleanor. So tell us what a Florentian is. Well, Florentians, thank you for both for asking. I'm looking forward to working with all three of you. Yeah, Florentians, we are uh, order of healers and nurses trained... uh, and we're trained in various healing arts, and we believe, uh, we, we also probably heard that we are a bit of a, or maybe you haven't because you're looking at me blankly. You know, some Florentians, or the Florentians are also associated with healing and hedonism, the double H, as they call us sometimes. And in, in my world, I mean, we're from a, a land a little bit further away than where all you are from in the central peninsula here, whatever you call it. And so we believe in the three Florences. That's who we worship. Uh, You know, Florence, the healer of the night, of course. Uh, She who flies above the night, healing those below. Uh, Florence, the supreme, the the one true, I mean, she is a part of the, she's the supreme Florence. And then Florence of the Machine, uh, that you know, and so we in worshiping all the Florences, and uh, we believe in healing, and we also believe in letting loose. And you know, I won't be letting loose on this adventure. 
But yeah, when a Florence a Florentine lets their hair down, they let it down. Because, you know, we, spending all day healing is can be, uh, well, that's great. Nice to meet you, Florence. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're looking for, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, I have a long bow. I have my so trusted family sword. I have the nimble fingers here of Granada. Also, you know, it's, it's well, uh, I, I don't know what I'm, I guess I'm trying to fill air and thinking about, uh, what you've said, it's stimulated my imagination. I'll just be honest with you. I've never met a Florentine. Okay, okay, Lord Von Chill. It is great to meet you. Yeah, I'm ready for action too, and uh, I'm excited to work with you. So I see you have a powerful hammer there. And uh, are those uh, hand axes on your belt uh, for throwing? Yes, yes, they are. You know, Florentines, we don't have much restraint. You know, we, we do. I am prepared. Uh, and I'm fairly, well, well, maybe we should talk about this. I haven't met everybody. I mean, I do see Granada of the Order of Darmok has a short sword and a short bow. And Zell, it seems like you have a long bow. And uh, a very nice uh, great sword. It looks powerful. Thank you. It is. Uh, it is powerful. I'm looking forward to using it uh, at your side. And also, Lord Von Chill does not have a great bow. Lord Von Chill wants my great bow, but carries javelins. And who is this last character here? Okay, so yeah, the dungeon master here. The, the, so this is the NPC. Originally, hmm, I, like uh, the NPC was assigned as part of this mission as this adventure from the council of you know the magical council and uh i thought that uh, they weren't going to be an npc but they do have privileged information so it's just better that they're an npc now that we had two players drop out of the game uh, so this is wata and uh wata is a well hello, hello i'm wata Yes, I'm uh, new to the Council of Wizards. Uh, I believe they think I'm expendable, uh, but I, um, I, I do have. Uh, I've, 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 I've been raised strong in magic. While I'm only a second-level wizard, uh, you know, I do carry a, a short sword as well. And I'm here to help guide us on this mission uh, because uh, there's so much at stake that we should probably get to that part. Uh, and I'm very quiet. I don't tend to speak much. I tend to mind my business and, and soak everything in. Uh, my element is water, which is we are in the right place for that. Uh, and I know the dungeon master was hoping that everyone will will give give them plenty of wide berth, uh, since this is their first time playing a NPC that's supposed to be a big part of the adventure, and the first time they're playing this new adventure they wrote, and uh, because it's because it's based on this ancient game, a D and D fifth edition uh, that existed before. Before the aftertime, all the way back, uh, 
in the, in the like, uh, that the dungeon master, I can't speak for the dungeon master. I could, I could speak for, with, but the, as them, that they hope that everyone will be patient. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, like, uh, Florencians are known for our patience, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so go ahead, why don't you uh, tell us more, Dungeon Master? And then we could really get into the place where we're not, not like, where we're in the zone. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it, this is a new adventure that we're playing by D&D 5th Edition Rules, which I know all of you have played before. I've never DM'd. I had thought of this, so I'll just give you, so please be patient. I mean, just like Wada said, uh, please be patient with me. Um, also, some of this is going to be new to me, uh, like, so, but, so I give you the hook and where we are and everything in the, who, you know, the, the WYSIWYG or whatever they call it. So who, you are a team of adventurers hired, uh, by uh, like a mysterious council of wizards uh, that have said that uh, it appealed to your cause, your desire to be a part of a greater cause for adventure, for power, and for financial reward. As you know, uh, as you know from outside the game, there's the, the before the the before the after time in between the before time and the after time which we live in. There was a time that was before that was after the before time and before the after time, and that was when she rose. Uh, and just like you know, some of the 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 myths of our culture about. Uh, that she she lived in this theme park that became this abandoned theme park that became sentient, and this adventure takes place right after the 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 before time, but before the before so after no before the after time, but before the before the after time, before she discovered the park, you know, a lot of legends say. And yet, this is just a myth. We live on hundreds of years ago, or these before times. Uh, uh, you know, now that we've kind of some stuff we've rebuilt in anew, and sometimes we've built into these nostalgic myths. Uh, could this have ever been real? Well, this adventure explains uh, and delves into some of the history and backstory here. And so the okay so so I guess that's the time when who what where when but uh, so you were hired by a council of wizards. Uh, now some of you were hired separately. You may have information that uh, only you possess. Really, the, there's people that have information only they possess. Lord Von Chill is not okay. Lord Von Chill actually right now it's uh, not the time for that. Oh, excuse me. So you were hired by the Council of Wizards, or Council of Wizards, uh, uh, to go into this uh, theme park where there is uh, a known, uh, something unknown, there is known that somewhere more than likely in this ancient abandoned theme park from the before time, that there is a, 
a power source in there or a, a portal or something. You're none of you are wizards except for Wata. And uh, that somewhere in, in in there is this, this powerful, powerful source. It was discovered long ago by the Council of Wizards, uh, and they 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 they've been looking and knowing that the source was there, and you know. But this is this is a long abandoned park, and because of this portal, it has changed the beings within there who not only had, there were already all sorts of beings that had come there and settled there, but something about this uh, portal or this this well of magic has altered things there. And at the same time, many other people with many other agendas have been trying to find this uh, well. Now, this this it, it, we, we know, and it's been known... Uh, According to legend, just over the past uh, like uh, six to twelve months, that, that it was in this area, and uh, you know many uh, forces of not good have uh, worked it together to try to discover it. And, and now the good thing is, and hopefully you won't come in contact with them. They're looking in the wrong place. The Council of Wizards has been putting out disinformation. And they've settled on this one section of one park uh, where they're pretty sure this well is. And they had a team and a team of wizards there uh, that were supposed to, but they haven't heard from them. And so something has gone awry. But this, there was some sort of thing they were supposed to do if if it was discovered. Uh, and that has to be done. And, and I, this is where we only know partial information. I don't know. Mwata, do you do? Yes, so we are tasked with. Uh, so this portal, uh, this well, as has uh, been described to us uh, as we're hired for this mission, it is open to another realm. And this is a magical realm, not of our world. And as far as we could tell, the, 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 there's only a partial opening, like a tear, uh, like that lets in some breeze, like a rip in a tent. And you're on a cold plain, and the cold plain is the magical realm. But imagine uh, that... Uh, the, the magical plane is it's it's a bit beyond our understanding, but there are forces just like in our world of all intense uh, benevolent and uh, malevolent uh, intense as well as you know non you know less uh, agenda based intense. Uh, what our goal is to do is to to close that. Uh, tear up because the fear would be that if someone was to try to take control of that tear or open it up further or it just rips open well if it just rips open it's probably uh, this world would cease to exist uh, it may be sucked or it may be overwhelmed uh, just like if your tent was to rip open on a frozen plane the fear would be, though, that someone would control it and just let it, you know, they would take power. They could take, then they could control 
with magic, what comes and goes from the magical plane, and they would have access to power that is, uh, at least in this world, would be considered unlimited power. And they could control our entire world. So we've been tasked, as you already know, with uh, uh, one checking the last known location. First, our first mission is to track, uh, go to the last known. That's where we're camped, uh, which uh, maybe we'll fill in later. The last known location of uh, a group of wizards, of uh, more experienced wizards, not adventurers, though. They were supposed to be in a secure camp area. Not only trying to find the location, but uh, what we would need uh, uh, to, uh, to to either control or close the, the, the tear in this magical realm. And even as they were building a device, uh, a staff, uh, a headpiece, and a gem, uh, we believe they finished that and they hid it around the area uh, so that... Uh, if something were to occur, it would be more difficult uh, for the evil forces to just, you know, take it from your hands and then start using it. So we have to establish uh, where, uh, w- w- you know, what happened to the wizards. Where is the tear specifically? We don't know specifically other than it is in this land that I think the dungeon master will tell us more about. And then we have to find the staff, the headpiece, and the gem. And then ideally uh, close it up or contact the Wizards Council for more assistance. And, uh, yeah, so, sorry, Dungeon Master. No, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so we're playing at D&D 5th Edition. And I think I set the time period. Where are you specifically? So especially, uh, Eleanor, you just arrived. Uh, Originally, this adventure started off with level one adventurers hired by the Wizards Council uh, because they were so concerned about the influences uh, in the, of power, unlimited power, that uh, they wanted adventurers that they, they had researched very well, but they could also have influence over that you wouldn't just go and take the power for yourself. That's why they wanted beginning adventurers. Also, may or may not you may or may not be the first adventurers trying this out. Uh, and the first goal uh, for the level one adventurers was to sneak into this part of the park. It was part of a king kingdom of ma- magic. Uh, in the old, the before times, that was more of a metaphorical term, not having to do with magic users, but the feeling, uh, what we would call, I guess, joy. It was just another metaphor for that. Before, this was a time when there wasn't real magic in the world, the before time. And so your first goal was to sneak into this part of the park uh, through some um, canals and a tunnel, uh, well, like a, a water area, and into this part of the park uh, through where water, like, a, you know, like a sewage went out. And the part of the park that you're in is called the Land of Tomorrow. And it was part of this greater kingdom of magic. And this was a land based on the ideas of the future, 
It was a celebration of the ideas of the future. Kind of in a retrospective way, I guess, like when this, I've done a lot of research about this. This is a part of like what were they were called theme parks. And this was one of the biggest in the world. And they had this, originally they had, like, it was supposed to be just a future land. Oh, this is what the world's going to be like in the future or tomorrow or something. And they constantly tried to reinvent it, but then the future would come and then they'd argue over their budgets. And then they'd, like, uh, and so eventually they embraced the idea very close to the time uh, where it stopped being the before time. Uh, they embrace the idea of let's just make this a celebration of what people like of people celebrating the idea of tomorrow and their visions of it. So it became more like a little bit of a world's fair, which I think they tried a few times, but this time they finally got it right. And people were now it wasn't open very long, unfortunately for them. But it was some things that already existed there that kept existing. And they said, oh, well, this one's about this vision of tomorrow. And there was actors or role players in an amazing way that you could encounter everywhere. And they would be giving presentations. Because some people liked these Victorian ideas of the future. Some people liked these, like, steampunk ideas of the future. Some people liked these sleek ideas of the future. And actually where you're camped right now was more of this mysterious corporate uh, intrigue idea of the future and of other worlds and technology and the, 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 the non-positive side of technology sometimes. So you're in that, that's where you are specifically. You've made camp under the awnings outside of a ride uh, called, uh, to, like, uh, I don't know that we don't have this. The ride had a couple different names and iterations. Uh, but it's a, like, it's actually not even a ride. It's a show, it was a show based on, it was featuring alien technology. And it was kind of making fun of, like, uh, corporations and their uh, aloofness and their amorality. And so you're camped under a building that's kind of like Art Deco-y. You can see these giant 30-foot statues on either side of the entrance you kind of camped in. And uh, they, they kind of look like something you'd see in those historical pictures of uh, uh, cities with uh, like gold and silver. But they also have hints of other, like what they were imagining at the time was otherworldly beings and humans together. Okay, so why are you all here? Uh, Wada kind of did a good reason. His, uh, without your success, uh, soon these other wizards and uh, these evil forces that, that it's actually run by... Uh, it, 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 we we don't we can't totally tell you the extent of who's behind this, but if they capture this portal, it'll be if the, if it tears, you won't even know it. You'll just uh, probably see some sort of poof, and then that the, our world will be gone. And it, who knows what our world will become if it falls into the hands of those with other agendas? But you could be the ones. Uh, to, to control the tear or to limit it or maybe just barely limit it uh, 
to regulate it or put a governor on it uh, so that one day uh, this park becomes a set of sentient beings that can instruct someone who will change things for everyone on our planet for the better. Or at least that's, you know, how part of the legend holds things. Uh, so it's up to you, and how will you do it? Uh, we don't know. You'll have to use cunning. You'll have to use, um, you know, teamwork. You'll have to use many things. And so for right now, where you are is uh, you're camped outside of the doors, which are in front of you uh, to this adventure called the Extra Tech, I think they called it the Extra Technical, Technical something, Encountering Extra Technology or something. I don't know. I didn't write that part, I guess. So the doors in front of you are stuck, uh, and uh, I guess should we get get started? Uh, yes, I have Lord Von Chill here. Can I try to uh, break the doors open with my strength? Uh, yeah, you you can. Okay, go ahead. Okay, night. So yeah, you break you break the doors open. They were uh, sealed from the inside with wooden slats and as you open the doors uh okay so what should we 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 should have listened to before we broke the doors open can we just agree to have consensus decision making from here on end uh we could why don't we ask eleanor what we should yeah i would say can we just do that please like uh well that's so two uh and uh granada what do you think I would have liked to uh, check before uh, your, your lordship. Uh, I would have liked to check first uh, for your protection. Oh, thank you, Granada. Yes, so, okay. Uh, so what do you want to do now? Let's investigate and, and kind of... Okay, so you, you don't detect any... Nothing, not four, so... Okay, so we don't know anything. What do we see if we look into through the doorways? So you see a room, it's got a, it, it has a smell of wet, uh, rot, uh, there's old faded carpets on the ground, and they're, like, like, this is what would be considered a classical pre-queue, you were part of the exterior queue, is where you made camp, uh, and this was like another area where you'd queue up and then, uh, you could kind of see it's a bit like a maze through what's now ransacked, uh, and most of it's been taken. You see glass display cases that are kind of empty and maybe filled with some stuff that's worthless. And it, it it's shaped like a queue, which is a maze, but you could kind of see through the maze, and it ends at a, another set of doors that have been smashed, uh, but it's darkness beyond the doors. Okay. Uh, what is everybody's thoughts? Uh, Zell here. I think that uh, we should send Granada stealthily and to the doors to look in, and we'll proceed behind, maybe check for some traps too. Okay, which one? Check for traps or be stealthy? 
well, can I, can I, can I move stealthily, not full, you know, and then see if there's any traps in this area? You can. Okay, what happened? Wait, you see my rolls is sitting, so you don't detect anything. Okay, well, uh, then I think with Juan Chill, you should proceed towards the doors because, uh, uh, that like I I didn't I didn't det- detect or non-detect anything. Okay, I'll move towards the door, saying slowly. I'm moving towards the door. Okay, nothing happens. You get towards the door, and it's a, a darkness beyond. Uh, also, because it turns like it, it's a sharp left turn, and then a sharp right turn, so you can't even see. Okay, can I listen and and see if I hear anything? Yeah, you listen and you kind of hear maybe like some sort of mechanical whirring. Oh, interesting, some mechanical whirring. Do I, I don't recognize it from anywhere. Does anyone else recognize it from anywhere? Can everybody else come and listen with me? Yeah, no one, like, uh, no one, I mean, I guess you could see. Yeah, no one recognizes it, and uh, not, not with that. Uh, okay, so we hear whirring. How consistent is the whirring? It's consistently inconsist- inconsistent. Uh, okay, shall we proceed uh, going through this kind of S-curve to see what we see beyond it? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to take the lead, though. Okay, Zell, you could take the lead. You're you're very uh, ready. Uh. Okay, so you go through the S-curve, and then you see into a room. And in the room, is this is, would be considered the pre-show room. And because of, like uh, because of the doors outside, I don't know why, like the, the, ba- the back of the room is this giant mural that is somewhat... I don't know if what what paint they used, but it just shows it's like a giant um, propaganda type advertisement in an ironic way about the power of alien technology and human technology coming together and making a bright tomorrow. But for this corporation, uh, the X One Corporation. It still also has like Art Deco features that are in pretty good shape because they're golden, but they're not made from gold or anything uh, worth anything. You could see a couple places where people chipped it off to test that. And there's a big open space with some dividers just to keep people in line. And then there's a presentation table in front of you. And there's an Android or a robot uh, that, that from the before time. You've seen those images before. It's mostly an exoskeleton. It does have some green, and it's, so it's missing one of its uh, arms. Uh, and the, you can now s- detect the whirring as its eyes opening and closing on an occasional basis, and its head turning ever so slightly. So it's still receiving power. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be operating. And then on either side, it, it's like the, the, the thing was there to present a pre-show about the technology that would be presented in the show later in the attraction. Uh, 
and uh, the uh, there's like two chambers. Like uh, one is like uh, they're they're both like damaged. Like they they one was supposed to be look like it was damaged, but then they were both damaged. Uh, so they're just kind of like pedestals with broken stuff on them. Okay, so what else do we see? Any do- oh, any doors or what else do we see? Okay, yeah. If you continue to your left, there's another set of double doors, uh, and those doors are closed. Okay, and uh, if I, uh, w- what if I? What's on the table in front of uh, the 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 android? Uh, you can't see it from where you are. Do you want to walk up to it? Well, that's a loaded question. Um, Granada, can you d- 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 detect if there's anything going on that we need to worry about? Oh, yeah, I, c- I can try. Okay, you don't detect any TRAPSs, but you definitely detect something Granada feel. Oh, and then... The droid, its eyes are fully open, and now it's motion, and now it's saying, Greetings, uh, do you have a password? Do we have a password? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't have a password. Does anybody else have, Granada, do you have a password? Greetings, we're discussing it. Please don't take any action. Does anybody, uh, yes, I'm Imwada. Ah, Oh, you, that is a that is a, pa- a name is a password. Hello, everyone. I'm Currybot, uh, and I'm he- here as a protector. I'm glad you're here. A protector of what? A protector. The the wizards imbued me with uh, sentience uh, to protect this area from intruders. Okay. Uh, can you let us in then? We get, where are the wizards? I don't know. I'm only here to protect uh, from a threat, and I've been left with many names. Uh, that is one of the names that... Uh, but I can't uh, just allow you passage either. Well, wait a second. This is Wada here. Why can't you offer us a passage? That's Isn't that your job? No, my job is to protect this area for camp. In a, there's a camp and a laboratory in here uh, for the wizards. And yes, the wizards are no longer here uh, because there's strange things about, uh, you know, the power that made me sentient, the wizards channeled from this area. And, you know, I, I'm able to defend anything that comes through here. But I am still secured to this desk, uh, so really I'm more of an advanced trap, uh, uh, but I have powerful rays that I can use uh, anyway, or I could alert the wizards if they were resting. Okay, but why can't you, if there's no wizards and you know we represent the wizards, why can't you just let us in? Well, I need your help. I could let you in, but I need your help to keep this area secure because, like I said, I'm bolted here. And the magic, uh, so there's, there was this place, uh, once had its own natural creatures that lived in this area. This is a swampy, wet area. 
And uh, in the back areas, uh, right here in the hallways, they call them, uh, two of these beings uh, have have made homes in their wet rooms, the water closets, they call them. There's two sets. So in this before time, there's two different water closet areas, and uh, they're divided up into different water closets themselves. Okay, so there's some sort of beings uh, that we need to deal with. Well, it's they've fused with another being, the magic. Uh, so what would have once been a ground-walking, L-I-Z-A-R-D. There was also a shop that sold stuffed animals, and somehow they've merged into one... Uh, I'd call it a plush gator is what I would call it. It's a plush stuffed toys. Uh, I don't know. It's very like, uh, and that's some of the wizards were uh, surprised by that. Uh, So they're not very, anyway, I need you to clear them out of the restrooms and then I can allow you passage to the lab and and to, to the wizard's camp. Or, we could do battle, and you could uh, just uh, force your way in. But I can't let you proceed without your help in helping me keep my mission going. And also, I need you to secure those, like, board up those rooms so no, more of them can't come in. Well, I think we should just, this is, you're stuck. We could just uh, battle you right here, and then we could go on with stuff. Wait a second, wait a second. But then... No, we should do this mission because, one, we're going to have to deal with them anyway if they the wizards were surprised by them. So we might as well go deal with these plush gators, and then we don't even have to deal with this. Also, we don't know what kind of power this thing has. We're only second level. Is there anything else we need to know about once we deal with the plush gators? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, the, 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 there were two wizards making camp and, uh, I'm not, uh, they, I'm not sure they went to the lab. I heard some loud things are because of the power and the leakage. The wizards are supposed to solve, uh, more and more non things are gaining sentience, much like me. I'm becoming self-aware, but I am self-aware enough to just close my eyes most of the time because I'm stuck to this chair most of my memories are just giving a presentation about the technology for the show oh welcome to the x1 exhibition so i just kind of shut down and you know the the whirring that you heard is me, me monitoring the area so oh so in the wizard's laboratory not their camp uh something there's there were wizards in there but i haven't heard anything in a long time Okay, so we got two plush gators, and then in the laboratory is possibly more T R O U B L E. Correct, correct. Uh, well, um, here's what I think. I think we should make camp in here because, uh, like, in rest, can we can we close those doors? Uh, reinforce those doors too. Will, will you watch over us while we rest? I will watch over you while you rest. Uh, 
And uh, let's just we'll just take a short break here. We'll we'll rest as we as characters will do a short rest uh, because we never communicated like uh, how we're gonna do stuff. So we can take a calm rest here and get some naps in, and then we'll pick up this adventure. Uh, and kind of figure out, like, Imwata, what spells you have, uh, and then our order of everything. But, you know, now it'll be time to rest, okay? I can watch over you while you rest. That sounds good. Good night. All right, everybody, it's uh, Scoots here, and I'm here to talk about our um, new... We're here to to turn things over to our, for our new... This is the second episode of our episodically modular with a slightly serialized story. Of a, it's a it's an actual play. I think that's what they call them, actual play. There's a lot of a really famous uh, like uh, actual play podcasts. I think Adventure Zone is one of them. Maybe each episode I'll ma- mention one. That's what I'll try to do. And where people play a game of uh, a role-playing game, and they record it. Uh, and this is a little bit different than that, that uh, we're getting uh, to to sit in. Or I guess it's similar, but this doesn't play, take place in our world. It takes place in a more sleepy world. In a world much like ours, but a little bit different, uh, where a young woman was raised uh, by a sentient theme park, or did she raise the sentient theme park? We don't know. And our, that's the world our game players are playing in. Uh, so I guess without further ado, because what will happen is that the characters, the game, you know, the game players will catch up on the game, of course, uh, because they've probably only played once a week, so they got to kind of check in and, you know, set the stage uh, themselves. So, that, so without further ado, I'm going to turn things over to everybody's favorite Hollywood announcer of podcast. Only one podcast, I think. And, and Antonio does not have a podcast currently that I know about. And I probably don't want to know about it if he does, because it'll just like I'll be happy for his success. And hopefully, with your budget, you hired like a top level podcast producer, up and coming. Both, maybe both. Like, uh, uh, like there's lots of resources I could I could show you, Antonio, uh, to find really high quality uh, podcast producers. You know, especially people that are up and coming. So, uh, without further ado, Antonio's coming. That's why I had to buy some time, uh, Mister Antonio Banderas. Ah, uh, thank you. It's the ladies, it's the gentlemen, it's the boys, the girls, the friends beyond the binary. It's time for edition, the fi- edition the fifth, to roll many die. Uh, 20-sided and more. This will be a gentle roll of the dice past your pillows and into your dreams. It's time for an untitled episode of Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Yeah. Thanks, that's Antonio Banderas, everybody.
All right, is everybody settled? Okay, everybody's got everything they need, right? Everybody has everything. Pencils, dice, okay, beverages, you know where the restroom is, snacks, check. Uh, okay, normally, and I, I, I just want to be real with everybody that's playing. I mean, I know... I don't like to do the re, like, I feel like it's a player's responsibility to be prepared for every game and to do the recap of the game. And, you know, if you want to roll or something, but I don't, I really am a believer in taking of notes. And I know some of you believe that too, but I didn't want to leave it unsaid. So it is your responsibility Unless, you know, you want to be in character and see if your character remembers. But even then, it would be a very high uh, role to, to, to get that memory. Because you say, well, what do your characters didn't take notes either? So, uh, do, does anyone want to volunteer to set the stage of where, where we are and what's happened and what's happening? Ra- Raul, I mean, Eleanor, go ahead. Thank you, thank you. I'm Eleanor, uh, Florencian healer and nurse, and I joined this adventuring par- party of now second-level adventurers. But I was already with them. But it, like, I may sound different than the part that oh, we didn't record the first session because I wasn't here anyway. But there was a first session recorded, which was my first session. So I am a replacement player in the sense that uh, you did have another healer that dropped out and along with your rogue that dropped out and and then you had hopes for a wizard. So I'm happy to fill in and I know that I haven't felt anything that would make me want to drop out of this game. Oh, I'm Eleanor though of this adventuring party. I'm enjoy- I enjoyed our last week's session, even though it was kind of like a get-to-know-you session. I also really respect how everyone's giving me the floor and not interrupting me, but that might just be my personality, too. So I was so happy to meet Zell, one of, like, a, I guess a, kind of a soft-spoken but a silently confident uh, warrior which would have been in the old world, they would have said you're a working class warrior. Uh, Zell, very nice to work with you. And so far, we haven't been in any battles. We just, uh, our first challenge was, you know, getting to know one another. And, and oh, but I'll tell you, and then Lord Von Chill, your grace, your excellency, or just a Von Chill, as we agreed I could call you. You're more of what in the old days, or even the old, old days, would call the, like, before time land. Oh, because I'm also, I, I've studied a lot of history. But you're what landed gentry, royal or noble, and very powerful, uh, and it's good to know. But you also have, not te- now, I did do some research, technically not a sidekick and... Uh, a bending of the rules of the game due to circumstances. Uh, you have a hire, you have hired a rogue or 
a nimble of fingers a character named Granada of Darmok, uh, who also seemed very nice and very inquisitive and asked a lot of great questions. And at some point, I probably have some questions for you, Granada of Darmok. And you will probably be the person that helps us, like, uh, unlock things and check for uh, hidden pitfalls. So it's exciting to work with you. Uh, And then we have uh, a a character, mysterious character, a wizard, wizard or magic user, M. Wata. A very quiet character thus far. And a novice wizard who has told us of her power uh, or their power and the strength within water-based region, which we are in one. But that you are the representative of the Wizards Council that hired us uh, and uh, that... uh, that we're, but we, you know, it's just a little bit of a trust thing of knowing who are you going to be responsible for when it counts. Uh, are you going to be here for us or are you going to be there for them, uh, the Wizards Council? And also that you, oh, but I should get to the point. Uh, so we've got, we were here and you had made, you made your way into this part of this old abandoned theme park. Uh, the land of tomorrow and camp where we have to find a staff. I don't have the notes in front of me what the staff is called, but our mission that the council of wizards gave us was to help, uh, first discover and then seal up or something, a, 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 uh, somewhere hidden in this land of this theme park, which only we know, but there are other forces, great, powerful, and not good forces searching for this. Uh, a magic portal or well or something uh, that connects to another world, but full of magic that could be unleashed in this world. And I guess if you unleashed all good magic, that would kind of uh, become its own tyranny. I was thinking about that last week. Uh, but I guess we'll have to figure that out because first we have to find the staff uh, or the pieces of the staff, which would have been separated and hidden by the wizards so that it couldn't be easily assembled. So we have to find the staff and the portal or the portal than the staff. Uh, I guess it kind of depends on what we choose. Uh, and here we are in an old ride called the Transporter Encounter or something. Uh, based on, now this is a kind of, I don't know if parody is the right word. This this is, a, so a theme park was a place where you would go for amusement and it was themed around things. This was themed around people's vision of the future in the before time, what they thought would be the future time. And there's different attractions and there were shows and performances based on what they thought, uh, different eras and, and ideas of what the future would be. This particular pavilion and attraction uh, is based on the idea of uh, 
outer space, uh, non-earthbound being technology, fusing with Earth's technology, but also being uh, somewhat used in a moral way by corporations for profits. So I guess in a, a satire type way that uh, uh, that that was what this attraction was themed after. What would what could possibly go wrong when we use this technology for profit first? That was what the attraction once was, and in in this attraction, the wizards made camp, uh, and they have a laboratory and a camp within the attraction, which we have not got to yet because we were stopped. Uh, as a part of the, what they would call the pre-show, uh, by some sort of mechanical being imbued with the magic of very high-level magic users as a guardian of this area in this doorway, but also that gave us information and gave us a small quest, which was to clear out the, what they would call the water closets of the restrooms the, this uh, guardian will give us access uh, to the wizard's lab and camp uh, in exchange for uh, uh, for uh, clearing out these restrooms and locking them up uh, or boarding them up uh, because there's some sort of being in each restroom. Or there's two restroom areas, okay, because actually that guardian's listening to me as I talk. So there's two restrooms, uh, two restroom complexes or something, two sets of restrooms, uh, sorry, and each one of them has one of these beings in there, which is if, because of the leakage from the magic portal, strange things are afoot, uh, of course. Why else would the, otherwise this would be an easy adventure? And it few, somehow it has fused the local uh, flora and fauna and the theme of the theme park or uh, like uh, resources of the theme park. And we could assume that a store that once sold plush or stuffed animals, which is still something we exist in our world, uh, comforting, I mean, we have a different term for them, but uh, comforting imaginary friends or comforting soft figures to snuggle with or to look at and say, oh, you comfort me different than a pet uh, so we don't know what this would look like but we know it was like an ally a large is that correct like uh it's nodding the guardian so some sort of large l-i-z-a-r-d being fused with plush stuffed animals uh which i drew here i can show you my draw yeah that's uh uh ducky larue there that was one of the characters, not in this part of the theme park, though. Famous musical performing duck, uh, she was, uh, Ducky LaRue. Um, so we just, I guess our first thing is, uh, to agree on a plan, but we need to, uh, exit where we've made camp in the guardian, this room where the guardian was watching over. Explore the what I'd assume is some hallways uh, outside of these doors, which are sealed by the guardian, and go to these restrooms. And uh, uh, um, I guess I feel like I'm running the party today, but uh, 
and find out, it, deal with these beings? Is everybody in agreement that we, like, or consensus uh, that we should do this? And does anybody else have any other thoughts? Granada of Darmok, go ahead. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you for that summary. It really did help because I did, and I feel like I learned more by hearing your recount. Uh, I agree with your plan. I guess I would want to get a feel for the hallways, and I would want to be sure. I, I would think if the wizards put a, I have a couple questions uh, that I think we need to find out in action. Uh, one would be why haven't those beings made their way back here? And had to do to have a back and forth with the guardian. My answer is rhetorically that there could be a TRAP to the S uh, in between here and the restrooms. So I would like to volunteer to hopefully uh, discover those, uh, unless the guardian wants to reveal them to us. Uh, the guardian just nodded. Okay, I guess that means I should just search for them and hopefully... For, okay, so that's all I comment. That's all, but I agree. Does everybody... This is Lord Von Chill here. And I'd say uh, that uh, behind a Granada of Darmok, what if Zell and I take up a position... Uh, and walk behind them. And, and I don't want to be presumptuous, Eleanor, but I know that you are well-armored and powerful. Uh, if you could uh, take the rear with uh, our magic user Watson in between. That sounds good to me. Can you open the doorway, please? Uh, this door uh, that you sealed, uh, Guardian? Oh, the doors have opened. Okay, Dungeon Master, can you tell us, uh, can you take over? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so the doors have opened, and you see a long hallway in front of you, uh, ending in a, a wall at a t, t, what looks like a T-shaped intersection. Also, uh, down the center of the room is a railing meant to separate, like a, when you would leave this room, the queue, only the left or the right side of this queue line would be open. And there's rotting carpets and the ceiling is, the fake ceiling panels have fallen in in places. Halfway down the hallway is an intersection and you, with what looks like other hallways or doorways, you can't quite tell from your position. What would you like to do? Yes, yeah, Granada of Darmok here. Uh, you're done. I would like to search for traps and uh, this uh, 14. Okay. You do discover uh, what is uh, a fairly simple mechanism uh, halfway down the hall, uh, which you have to walk around. It's a uh, false floor. Uh, and it's easy to avoid uh, if everyone just walks around it. Uh, so you could report that. Okay, I'm reporting that to our party. Uh, can we walk towards where the trap is? Is that is that near where those the doorway cross the uh, halfway? Yeah, that is. Uh, 
Okay, so we will walk there. Okay, yeah, everybody's agreeing with me. Uh, what do we see? Are these hallways or doors? They are doors, uh, and they're closed. In uh, actually, the like uh, you, you see that there's kind of signs on the door that say uh, what if you if you look at both doors, there's uh, decorative signs that say transportation and uh, trans transport testing in progress. Uh, totally. 100% safe, uh, but enter at your own R-I-S-K. But below that is uh, kind of in uh, like a white uh, thing. One says C, the doorway on the left, and then the doorway on the right says L. Okay. Um, so that those must can I try to open the door? Oh, yeah, the doors are locked. Uh, these, oh, yeah, so this must be the lab in the camp. Uh, okay, can we proceed down to the T-shaped intersection? You can. And does my trap check get to that as far as we could see? It does. So so you go all the way down. And it actually isn't a T-shaped intersection now that you're down there. It ends in a wall. And then on your right side, but at an angle, which would technically, if we were using a, a we would say is the north uh, east direction, a hallway heads off in an angle on the northeast, uh, ending at a set of doors, uh, multiple doors, uh, which you can even see at this distance is what you would call the restrooms. Uh, and then uh, on your left side or your west to southwest side, it is at the exact opposite angle. So a straight line uh, hallway, but at an angle to you. I'm not good at these kind of descriptions, is another hallway. And it, it just proceeds uh, into darkness. You can't see all the way. Okay, uh, what does everybody want to do? Should we just proceed? Should we proceed to these doorways, or should we? Uh, what should we do? I think you should check for traps. Uh, okay, I, fourteen. Okay, uh, you, you, uh, there's nothing to your. There's no traps to your right, uh, but to the left, uh, a bit away, is another uh, very simple. Uh, false floor, and actually the um, blankets that covered it, the fake rugs have fallen in. So you could just see that that it's not really well hidden anymore. Okay, okay, okay. So what is it? Does everybody want to um, go to the right or the left? Uh, how's everybody feeling? I, I believe uh, we should. This is Lord Von Chill. I think we should head to the right because then we know the pit is on the left. Uh, that way, our, we know our backs are kind of uh, we 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 have uh, coverage on both sides right now. Yeah, I think that's a good good point, uh, Lord Von Chill. Is everybody consensus in agreements? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, great. Uh, okay, so uh, let's uh, let's head towards these restrooms. What do we see? Okay, you see four sets of doors. All of the doors are closed. And th there's a, a set of doors on the left side. 
you can't really see the signs on all the doors, uh, but uh, there's uh, doors close. There's four sets of doors for the water closets or restrooms, and you do see a sign above it that says, "You could determine it said once said restroom." Okay, um, interesting. So four sets of doors. Uh, oh, can you also roll a, a twenty-sided die, please? Okay, we got a two. What does that mean? Oh, you'll find out. It doesn't. Oh, we'll find out. I don't know about that. Uh, Lord Von Chill's not comfortable rolling dice. Uh, okay, it was just a, to decide where, like, uh, a location of something. Oh, okay. I mean, I could have just rolled. I just wanted to make it. Yeah, can can you just let him let the dungeon master, dungeon master? Okay, please. Uh. uh like, you got to, Lord Von Chill, quit being, okay, Zell, I'm sorry, I was just uh, pondering what it meant. Okay, so, uh, Zell, why don't you take uh, take over? Uh, okay, so there's four sets of doors. Does anybody have any idea what we're dealing with? Uh, like this local lore, anyone? Um... Uh, skill set wise or knowledge wise yes uh, it's me uh, eleanor it, it, we don't really know too much because uh well there was these four leg legged uh there's they were known as gators or da crocs uh and uh, that's probably what i'm guessing we're dealing with uh though it could be something else that kind of sounds like what the Guardian's description was, but then it's, since it's kind of melded with plush, we really don't know. But they would be low to the ground, but very long if they if they were a threat to the Guardian, or if the Guardian was concerned with them. Okay, and anything else we need to know? Okay, well they had big mouths and big tails, so I'm guessing both those would be issues. And they don't look fast, but they are fast. Uh, a lot of people would underestimate that their ground speed. Okay, okay, that's good to know. But that's only what might happen. Okay, so I'd say let's just start on the right and work our way left. Uh, okay, uh, uh, this is Lord Von Chill. Uh, what if we just, could we just listen? Uh First, sure, sure. Any we go ahead, Lord Vanchel. You have we're, we're okay. I got an eight. What do I hear? I listen at the door. You hear water flowing and dripping, and nothing else. All right, I'll try to open. Uh, I'll try to open the door. How's that sound? Okay, the door is stuck. Uh, okay, um, I. Zell, what if I wait here at the crack of the door and you open the door? Okay, are you ready? Is everybody ready? Okay, I I, I force the door. I force. Can I successfully force? Yes, you successfully force the door open with that rule. Okay, so you see in this door, it's a long hallway style uh, restroom. Uh, when you first come in. There's places, it would have been, there's broken sinks. Some of them are still dripping. 
then there's places to relieve yourselves, uh, two different styles, uh, some of which have doors, they're private stalls, they called them. Okay, um, I guess we should proceed in and, uh, uh, Granada here. I'm going to go on the floor and look, uh, do I see anything? No, you don't see anything from the floor. Okay, then I'm going to, sorry, I'm not meaning to take over, but I'm going to stand on the, uh, uh, counter here where the sinks are. Can I see down into the uh, things? You can, except for the last uh, two. Okay, do I see anything? No, you don't. Okay, can I um, climb? Try to climb on the, um, the, the 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 tops of the stalls. You successfully climb on the tops of the stalls. Okay, can I climb all the way to the back of the room and look and see if I see anything? And I'll try to be stealth, uh, stealthily. Yes, you successfully climb to the back room stealthily and you don't see anything. Okay, can I hop down and can we search this room? Yeah, you don't find anything but waterlogged. There's nothing of uh, value here. Okay, uh, let's proceed to the next to the doorway. Uh, Zell, do you want to open the door, attempt to open the door, and I'll wait here? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I try to open this door. Okay, you open that door, and it opens with without too much effort. And it's a, a uh, one, it's a, it's, it's a, for, these were for everyone, uh, but for everyone, privacy, and it's a little bit larger and more accessible to all. In its empty room. Okay, can we open the next one? Yeah, the door falls off. It's empty. It's the same as the room you just looked in, and it's empty. Okay, so this is the last room here. Uh, I guess uh, we should be ready, huh? Okay. Uh, uh, does, does anyone want to? Should we proceed in the same way? Yeah, I'll open the door, and then let's just look in. Okay, you, you, you're you able to open the door. Okay, and what do we see? Uh, nothing. Okay, uh, Granada. Okay, I'm going to claw, crawl on the ground. Uh, uh, do, I, do I see anything? Uh, no, you don't see anything. But can I see all the way to the back of the room? No, because of the angles of the toilets and the water, uh, you're not able to see. You you, you can't. Uh, okay, so can I jump up on the sink again? And do I see anything now? Looking down, no. But this in this room, you can't see the back four stalls. Okay, so. Let me, can I climb, uh, can I climb, uh, climb on the uh, things? Oh boy. Yeah, you try to climb and uh, the stall you climb on collapses and immediately uh, you, the uh, uh, something rushes out of the back of the room. It's covered in what you would call damp and moldy or uh, greenish plush. 
but it is still in the shape of what was described earlier as a G-A-T-O-R. And you're trying to scramble up a Granada, but uh, it actually, because of the collapse, it, it doesn't have, it, it, everybody roll for initiative. Uh, okay, I'm doing, the, now this is, I, I have a, a, like, is it okay if I start just using this program from this time on to roll for initiative for everybody? And you'll just trust me. Okay. Okay, so the initiative order or the order of everybody's readiness for action is uh, M. Wata, uh, Granada, uh, then the Plush, uh, then Zell, then Lord Vanchill, uh, then Eleanor. Okay, okay. Uh, so M. Wata... Yes, I draw my short sword and uh, go after this being. What could you give us any more info? Uh, you could probably ascertain that the plush serves as armor, uh, but it also has things. And then that the, uh, as you'll see, but I guess I could tell you is that the the plater is what we'll call it. The plater can. Uh, uh, use its mouth and its tail and its tail it swings in two directions uh so it's a triple uh, it has three chances but it actually only do, well it has two chances but if it gets you with its tail it, it tells it to die okay so i'll go with my short sword okay got a four uh granada i'll do the same three Okay, the plush uh, gets a seven and a two, so n nothing. Uh, Zell, okay, I will go with my great sword. Okay, fourteen, fourteen, and you get you get you slash across it like a, like a, you you know with a flourish, and you see uh, like what they the stuffing flying. But you realize that the stuffing is also organic in some way, and uh, you do well. Ninety-nine total. Okay, and how powerful does this being seem? Uh, it, it's it's hardy. It's a large, like twelve feet long. So, wow. Okay, so this is okay. Lord von Schill here. I'm gonna also go with my great my great axe. Uh, okay, seventeen. So you also successfully, on the other side of it, uh, seven. Uh, so, okay, Eleanor. Okay, uh, I'll I'll go with with my hammer. Okay, six. Uh, Wada. I I go again. Nineteen seven. So another successful. Uh, so it's twenty three of damage. Uh, yeah, it's the creature is definitely uh, still powerful, but uh, definitely it's thirty total. Okay, so thanks for. Okay, Granada, I will uh, go. Oh, fourteen, Granada. Okay, so that's successful. Yeah, yeah, and now oh, and Granada, one last uh, uh, move, uh, and you uh, reinforce like the um what uh zell had done and uh you see yeah like uh 
it's like a stuffed animal without a, that it's been played with, with a dog by a dog for too long. Wow. That was great. Everybody. Holy moly. Yeah, that was okay. So, um, so I guess, uh, like, uh, wow. Uh, can we, uh, search, uh, yeah, you can, you, uh, 17. So you find a, uh, uh, two healing potions, uh, heal, hidden, uh, in the, the old hand dryers. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, so, okay. Wow. That was, uh, that's cool. Um, I guess, could we, should we just head out and get to this other, other room? Yeah, you, yeah, you can. So you go back down the hall. You go around to the other pit, uh, and eventually you, you head in the darkness, uh, and uh, the hall keeps going. And there's another hall to the right, but it's caved in, uh, and they both lead to another uh, restroom or set of restrooms. Uh, now, this is a little bit different. These are... Uh, the, the, there's four doors, uh, but the, the, the different main difference is these were uh, maintenance access to a public-facing restroom, where earlier you were like kind of like that was a backstage restroom. Oh wow, that's interesting. So getting a little behind the scenes. Thanks, you. Thank you, Dungeon Master. Uh, see how the people live for me. That's always interesting. Okay, can you roll twenty-sided die? Okay, we got a uh, three again. Okay, so we can figure out. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Zell, you're laughing too. I wonder where this uh, this pl- pl- plater is going to be. Which restroom? Yeah, well, I guess uh, you figured it out. Okay, so can we just can we roll something to pretend we searched all the other ones and if there was anything hidden in them? Okay, go ahead and roll then. Okay, two. So, no, you didn't find anything in any of the other restrooms. Uh, okay, so uh, you want to switch it up or should we do the same thing or anybody else? Oh, Eleanor, you want to step up? Yeah, I'd like to open it, try to open the doors. Uh, I think that'd be fun. Okay, Zell, you want to take my spot and I'll be uh, back here. Uh, oh, here, but Eleanor, this is Eleanor. I have an idea. What if we just open the door and then hold it open and then try to get it to come out uh, and then we just wait for it? Eleanor, I love that idea. Everybody ready? Should we spread out uh, like Eleanor, Zell, myself, uh, uh, Granada, and then Wata off to the side here? Okay. Are everybody ready? Go ahead, Eleanor. Uh, okay, Eleanor, can you roll a 20-sided die? A four. Okay, so you go to pull the door, and it sticks, and then it squeaks in, and you get it open, but it made a lot of noise. So, actually, like, as soon as you open it, the the, the creature rushes out, uh, and it gets, uh, um, gets to go twice, and three, 
and eight. Uh, so no successful. Um, okay, and then what's the order? Okay, so it goes uh, Wata, Eleanor, uh, the the plush plater, Granada, Zell, and Lord Von Chill. Wow, we're really uh, slacking, Zell, huh? Okay, Wada goes uh, with her short sword and uh, 13 and does 7. Okay, Eleanor, I'll do, you know, go with my, okay, Eleanor, 2. Okay, and then the plater got 1 and a 9. Wow, this thing is like uh, the worst. These things don't know how to roll dice, I guess. Okay, Granada got a four. Zell, yeah, same. Eight. Okay, eight. Okay, I'm ready. I'm gonna get a good roll. Eighteen. You got. Uh, I got. Uh, and then a three. Okay, but plus three. So six. That's six. Uh, Wada goes eight plus four. Eight plus four is twelve. Uh, and Wada gets a one. So three more. So that's uh, nine. Uh, Eleanor, 12 plus, okay, so Eleanor, 3 plus 2. Okay, uh, then Plater got a 6 and a 2. Wow, this is the best, this is not good for long term, but nice, huh? Okay, and then uh, Granada, 15. So that's uh, 5 plus 3. Oh boy, Zell, it's your chance uh, to to show your stuff. Zell got a thirteen, yeah, thirteen and a seven plus two. I'm just, it's, I think it's quicker if you just roll the dice and I just comment. How's that? Is that okay, Zell? Yeah, first I wasn't. Thank you for asking permission. I wasn't comfortable with it until you did. So seven plus two. So Zell takes out this plater as well. Could you just, could we just, is there anybody that could roll for like a lore animal, uh, something to see? Okay, go ahead. Okay, that's 18. So yeah, this had an AC of 12, 30 hit points. Uh, the tail would do four of damage. Uh, and uh, then uh, the, the mouth would have done, oh no, those were plus four and plus five, but the, uh, Six plus two, or eight plus one d eight plus three, or two d six plus two. Okay, and uh, what about uh, searching? Can we roll sixteen? So you find a hand cranked flashlight in the ceiling. Wow, that's uh, going to be handy since we don't all we're not all able to see. And we, you guess you gave us a little leeway, pretending there was light. Uh, no, there is, well, yeah, yeah, the darkness was just, this had, like, skylights, a lot of skylights leaking in light, so. Okay, so you hear the voice of the, uh, in your head being projected by magic, uh, just so, just to answer any questions, uh, from the, the Guardian, it says that now the laboratory in the camp is unlocked, uh, uh, but proceed with caution. Okay, so we go. Can we go? Just do, 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 who wants to take the lead? Eleanor, you've been taking the lead. Okay, so we'll just go back the way we came. And how does everybody feel? Should we go? 
in the lab or the, um, I don't know, like, uh, I know we'll rest in the camp, right? So should we go check the lab first? I agree with you. So is everybody ready? Yeah, go ahead. and. Uh, oh, should we roll uh, to listen? You 17. You So you hear, uh, you do hear some noises. Uh, it's tough to tell. It's like a, t- t- like a mechanical tapping on metal tapping noises. Uh, but that's all you hear. Okay, so we should go in re- prepared. Uh, oh, sorry, Eleanor. It's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, uh, I'll open the door. Uh, Zellen, Von Chill, be ready. Everybody be ready. Um, so I open the doors. Okay, the doors open with ease. And you see, so you see into this room. And this room is a giant circle uh, that slowly descends towards the floor. And it had terraced seating at one point for a show. That would have happened on the floor and up in the ceilings. Uh, there's catwalks. There's a couple of pieces of machinery that were like meant to hover above the floor that have kind of been cleared off uh, partially. And there's wires and things hanging around. And then there's uh, like on the walls, there was other pieces, show parts of the original show when this was a thing. But there is also an area at the bottom cleared, and a couple of the bottom uh, tiers where people would have been sitting have been cleared. And, and then there's tables, or what looks like there was once table. It was a laboratory, but it's been trashed. And also you could see down towards the floor, I guess a guardian should have probably told you about this. There's a couple wizards down there that are uh, have gone to the great tower in the sky of sorcery. Okay, and how far away are they? It's about the equivalent of uh, there's uh, there's ten levels, so it's about twenty, uh, like it's a tw- twenty stairs uh, down. So it's a ways you could see them. Okay, so uh, oh boy, what should we, Eleanor? What should we do? Okay, I think we should proceed. Can we just keep wide? Can we locate where the noise is coming from? Okay, the noises are coming from the catwalks above, uh, and it's dark up there. And uh, you can kind of see, you can kind of hear something. Something's definitely moving around up there. And one, like there's tapping, there's something going on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, could I start cranking the flashlight, Eleanor? You can. So we can't see anything up there. Should we just call out and say, who goes there? Let's show yourselves. Okay. Yeah. You, do you want, yeah, let's do, yeah. So I say, show yourself, uh, who's out there. And Von Chell, if you get that thing cranked, flash it up there. Okay. I will. I'm, how, how many times do I have to crank it? DM? Uh, you still need to crank it for a while. Okay, I'm still cranking then. Uh, so I call out. Okay, so all of a sudden you see jumping around in the catwalk uh, a small being that looks like a little bit like uh, it's about three feet tall. 
And it looks like a combination of, uh, like a humanoid and a pet, uh, and it, it's jumping around, and, and now it's coming to the light so you could see it, uh, and it's just kind of looking at you. Okay, do we see anything else on it that would... Yeah, you do see uh, some tatters of wizard's robes uh, on its hands, and it has like a beak. Okay, is it uh, organic or not organic? You can't tell at this point, but it, well, it has like some fur... But you, you, oh, so we could take a guess that it's probably part of this attraction come to life. Uh, so it could be magic. Uh, is the flashlight charged? It is. Okay, Von Chill, go see if you can see any. Oh, my goodness. Uh, w- w- is what you would say, Lord Von Chill, as you see in the center of the room. Not that far, but what was clothed in darkness. This is another being. Oh, but so sorry, I, I like I don't want to change things up, but uh, I just realized uh, that uh, like uh, I got we, we we know it is uh, you, you 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 suddenly the guardian calls you back. Uh, wait, right now? Yeah, and the guardian says close the doors. Okay, and uh, then the guardian says uh, that you you should rest. Uh, uh, and take a B-R-E-A-K. Oh, because, you, oh, yeah, I didn't realize what time. You have to go to your appointment, huh, DM? Yeah, sorry sorry about that. I just lost, it was so much fun. I lost track of time. That was a great session, though. You did really good with the um, platers. Uh, and, uh, you know, see everybody next week, but I really got to run. Thanks for hosting and uh, I'll see you all next week, uh, and then we'll pick up right there. We're like, uh, not a best stopping spot, but a little bit of uh, something we'll really look forward to. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering what we were going to see that I'd say, oh, my goodness, uh, I will be waiting. Uh, but, I, you know, I think it's time for all, I mean, I, I don't know about everybody else, but I like to take a nap after that adventuring and lie down and rest uh Granada, could you make yourself into a pillow for me? No, I cannot do that. Or could you, uh, okay, well, I will just rest. Uh, good night, everybody of my party. Thank you. Thanks, thanks. That was fun. Thanks. Good night. All right, everybody. Scoot's here, and this is our episodically modular. You could say it's serialized, but you don't need to because you can listen to it in any order. That's what episodically modular means. But it has a, a touch of uh, a seriality to add some cohesion to the, in, you know, the incoherent parts. So this is our new series. I, th- I think we kind of, uh, like, uh, we'll let Antonio Banderas uh, select out of the list of uh, possible titles. Uh, he's nodding. Uh, but, yeah, and then we'll catch up after Antonio goes. The characters are going to reset everything you need to know. So if this is your first episode listening, don't worry. We're going to catch you up on everything. But we're going to be listening into a live play of some... Uh, some characters playing a, a role-playing game. And I do want to tell you about another podcast uh, about uh, called The Broadswords, which is uh, an uh, it's called Actual Play. Actually, I think I misspoke, uh, but it's an actual play, a D&D podcast, all women and non-binary. 
players and uh, absolutely amazing. I met them a, a couple of years ago at a convention and that's at the broadswords.com. Uh, that's broad, B R O A D S D W swords, S D W S D W no S W O R D S the, the broadswords.com or right in your podcast app you're listening to right now. And now, without further ado, Mr. Antonio Banderas, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, role players, this is a role I'm happy to be playing as I introduce you to the world of a game by Scooter, I should have written that, what I was going to say, but join us. On this, the journey into the land of tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks, Antonio. Thanks for that title. I like that one. I mean, that was like out of the list I provided you. Scooter, I never claimed I wrote the title. You own the title, though, the way you just owned it by saying it, though. So uh, thanks, everybody. And this is uh, the journey into the land of tomorrow. Okay, well, I just I feel like I'm in a position where, I mean, what do I do if, like, we're supposed to start on time and I don't want to get, oh, hi, hi, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm late, uh, uh, we, we, we had, uh, we're here, though, it's good to see you, thank you, everyone. Okay, Lord Von Chill, I hate to put you in a position of awkward position. Oh, it's Granada's fault, actually. I apologize. Uh, uh, the Granada was uh, we, we, we miscalculated our uh, load. I was having Granada carry. Okay, well, this is the first time we've had a late arrival, uh, so I just want to be, as Dungeon Master, be clear of the expectations is uh, we start at the time, allotted time, and as I said in the emails, like... Uh, that means being here, just like like at work, being here. But uh, uh, no, I'm here. I'm here on time. Uh, I apologize, and it won't happen again. Okay, but if it it does happen again, um, you, you there it will come with a penalty penalty for your character or characters. But you do get one late pass, which you just used. For Lord Von Chill, but Granada still has a late pass. Okay, could you just you could take it and like set everything up for you and uh, your adventurers of where we are and what's happening? More than happy to. Again, I, I'm not a. I, yes, I'll be professional. My name is Lord Von Chill. I'm a warrior. So, like, uh, yes, I am of a noble birth, and uh, I'm here. With my assistant Granada, my hired assistant uh, Granada, nimble of fingers and dexterous, you know, former. We don't really talk about backstory a lot uh, because it's assumed and we don't really have a, a time allotted for that either. But did you know that in my manor house is how I met Granada? I. Uh, you know, people think that, you know, I, I sleep uh, lightly because I hear everything. And uh, one of my hobbies in the past was to leave a lot of, uh, like, uh, light shining out. I have the staff do that, uh, have the staff hide. So they do help alert me. And then I leave the, the manor door open 
or a window open. And then I'll do, what I'll do is I'll go into the town uh, or a nearby town and tell, oh, uh, if you heard the legend of the Golden Cup, uh, uh, there's this uh, buffoon out there, the, the Von Chills, uh, and then I'll wait for them to sneak in. Now, uh, uh, Granada had snuck in, not the first, uh, but the last uh, thus far. And uh, uh, Granada said, uh, uh, Granada snuck back out. Uh, well, it's funny, long story. I can see the way you're staring at me, all of you, that you want me to get to the point. Uh, I thought I caught Granada, but then Granada was gone. And then I went back to go to bed, and who was in my bed but Granada of Darmok? And uh, Granada said, uh, it'll cost you the golden cup to get me out of your bed. And I said, well, I, you know, on guard. And Granada said, well, I'm feeling, uh, but remember, we like uh, Granada said, I'm feeling an overwhelming urge to, you know, uh, let nature take its course in your bed. And I said, you'll be sorry, Granada. And Granada said, no, I'll be relieved. And then I'm, I'm very dexterous. And then I'll escape. Or you could. And then I said, wow. How about this? I'm about to head out on an adventure. This is a, that was a segue. And I could use someone. And we negotiated a price. Of course, that took a while. And I felt like uh, still not happy with the arrangement. But, uh. Granada also needed something more than money from me. But so we, we, I said, I'm headed to an adventure. And Granada said, what kind of adventure? And I said, well, uh, it's interesting. We had a, a rogue scheduled that will, that I know will drop out, uh, even though he says he's my best friend. He didn't like that, you know, once upon a time, him and Zell used to be, uh, years ago in a relationship, uh, Anyway, so he didn't. He said he was going to be the rogue for our adventure, and he changed his mind after we started the adventure. Technically, Granada, but I'm back home in the manor uh, to make this story make sense. And so I said, I'm heading on an adventure. And Granada said, Where? And I said, Have you heard of this uh, theme park? Uh, and Granada said, No. Uh, and I said, it's in a place uh, once known as uh, Lord Flora, Lord, Lord, the Lord Flora, L land of Flo L L uh, Fl flowery lore or something. And Granada said, okay. And I said, I've been tasked uh, to join some other adventurers uh, that I don't know very well. And uh, I heard we're going to have uh, our healer drop out too, but... Uh, the Council of the Great Council of Wizards, I think they're called, or something. They suspect that there's powerful magic at work there, and the evil forces pursue it. And they have a lead on where this magic portal might be. They need a hero, uh, leading a band of adventurers to close this portal and uh, to shut it, uh, to keep the world safe, to save the world. The world may never know the great acts, and now one day there'll be statues of the hero that led the adventurers there. So that's where I'm headed, uh, and you'll join me, and Granada said, I will, and we headed to the land floor. 
That's where we met uh, first Zell. Zell, an amazing uh, fighter and warrior. Powerful, beautiful, generous, kind, uh, intelligent. So many things, so many uh, reliable, though, in uh, the, you know, on an adventure. Bit of a, bit of a, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, like a person that has strong feelings about uh, issues, uh, including the ruling class, but uh, calls me a landed gentry sometimes. I'm not sure I like that, uh, Granada, you're laughing. But Zell, a fighter, uh, we also met our uh, uh, Eleanor, our healer. From the three floor, a Florentian healer, a Florentian nursing uh, healer. Uh, Eleanor is uh, also, we've discovered, quite uh, good in in the heat of battle. And we haven't even had any healing needed to be done. But uh, I'm sure, also an interesting belief system, as explained to me, uh, believes in hedonism and healing or uh, two sides of the same coin, uh, which I said, oh, he, uh, I haven't, I have thought this. I said, tell me more about this. Uh, anyway, Zell's staring at me now. And uh, so that's our healer, Eleanor. And then we have our wizard, M. Watt, uh, uh, hired a young acolyte from the Wizard Council of Wizards probably reporting on us, probably has secret knowledge, uh, uh, and very quiet. Uh, also a non-player NPC run by the DM, but a full-fledged character at the same time because, you know, people that dropped out of the game who didn't like Zell and I's personalities, uh, and the fact that, uh, you know, Zell and I, anyway, that's not important. We're not in a relationship within this adventure. So we went head down to this uh, theme park, once a great place for vacations in the old, old world, before time, where families would go and they would stroll this main town street where we were able to get some supplies. And then we snuck in to the land of tomorrow part of the park dedicated to the land of people's visions of the land of tomorrow rides and pavilions and shows each showcasing different ideas of what tomorrow would be like and the first place we headed we camped in the awnings of uh i forgot the the the, the intergalactic transporter adventure or whatever it's called uh and we headed in there, and we met a, a somewhat sentient character from the ride, probably because of the magic, I think Emwata said. A guardian. Oh, no, this was given magical power to guard this area because it was where the wizards camped. Didn't do a great job. I guess it did a great job of not letting anybody enter this door. Uh, and the guardian gave us a task, uh, Clear the restrooms out of plush platers, uh, plush gator, and uh, seal the restrooms, which I guess we forgot to do. Uh, so we'll have to go back and do that. 
We cleared out the restrooms. We found a flashlight, a wind-up flashlight, a hand-wound one, and a couple of healing potions. None of us were injured. The teamwork was top-notch. And then we headed towards uh, the two rooms where the ride was. Sorry, Gazelle. Uh, Not a ride, an attraction, a show about uh, transportation. Also, the show was a satire or something of corporate greed. Gone out of control. That was the ride part, I guess, uh, the attraction. Uh, so then the Guardian un- unlocked the doors. One was labeled C for Camp of the Wizards and L for Laboratory. We went into the laboratory where I heard at the door a metal clicking. We opened the door uh, and arranged ourselves uh and we saw hopping around the room a small humanoid plush uh, bot with a beak. Uh, looks like a bit, bit three feet tall. See, I have good notes, and also I can read the other. I can read upside down. It was jumping around the room. Also, there was the the laboratory was destroyed, as far as we could tell, and the wizards had gone away to the big sky. And then something else brought her up on the catwalk in the center of the room next to the old fake transporter caught our attention. Then we had to take a break, which was, uh, which I understand. Uh, So DM, please take it from there. Uh, Thank you, Lord Von Chill. So you, so yeah, you stand, uh, just past the entrance in a circular room uh, that's an amphitheater with stairs and uh, seating going down to the floor. And the center of the floor was once a laboratory that's been destroyed. And hopping on the chairs, uh, coming closer to you is the small uh, humanoid, which we'll call Skippy. Uh, because there's a poster, actually, that's still there that you can see that says, uh, Travel with, Sk- with Skippy uh, across the universe safely. 100% safe travel with Skippy. Skipping from transporter to transporter by Transcon or whatever, Blackrock, or I don't know. But so the poster, you know, that your character's name is Skippy. And then you turn and you see, yeah, where the ra- there's a wreckage of a transporter. And then up above uh, is, uh, on the catwalk, is a giant, uh, it's based on a, like, archetypal vision from a few different movies. Uh, they would have called it an, an alien. Uh, it's like a, like a partially, it's got exo stuff, uh, it's a very big and very, uh, you'd say, okay, this is going to be a, uh, like a, quite a quite a battle. And it's kind of making noise and hissing, and it's got a long tail, big head. It definitely, it's got arms. Uh, and, okay, 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 uh, this is uh, Eleanor. I, what, what else, is there anything else we could see before, within the seconds? Uh, uh, can I roll? Can I, yeah, you can, Eleanor. 
And you do like, uh, oh, and we agreed, Lord Von Chill, before you got here, that I try to be a little bit because, you know, it takes me uh, some adventures to work into my role as a dungeon master. So I'm going to try to work the numbers into into the narration too, like a sweet 16 party. Eleanor realizes that. Uh, one question, clarifying question: Would that be with the number you're going to give is with the bonuses included? Yes, good, great question. Eleanor notices that uh, there's something attached to the back of this being up there on the catwalk. Uh, and while it does look very, very, very powerful, it seems that it's trying to free itself, like it, it, part of its controls or something, it, it's attached. Uh, you don't really know more, but we could infer that we can use, uh, that we should split up, uh, some of us should focus on Skippy, and some of us should focus our distance, uh, the most powerful distance uh Yes, 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 I agree, Eleanor, I agree. Uh, Zell, what were you going to say? What if you, so what if you and I and uh, and uh, um, and Granada focus our up up there at that creature thing uh, and uh, Wada and uh, Eleanor, what if you focus your hand to hand on Skippy? So that sounds good. Okay, and you know, as you arrange, you realize that this is how the the, the 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 it's going to play out. This is the dungeon master. So Zell, you t- you you seem to be quickest. Uh, then Granada, then the the creature on the catwalk, a catwalk we'll call it. Then Wata, then Skippy, then Von Chill, and then Eleanor. You know, based on your speed and your dexterity, and uh, so. Zell, you, uh, I'll be firing. Yeah, I'll be using my longbow. Okay, so Zell, you fire and, uh, one of your arrows, uh, goes right into the, uh, shoulder of the, the catwalk being and, uh, deals a nine. Wow. And Granada, you fire from your short bow and you miss. I thought I was using a hand axe, uh, Okay, you still miss, though. Okay. Now, for the uh, catwalks being, just to be clear, the catwalk is going to roll right now on this part. The catwalk being is catwalk's going to roll twice. Once to see if it can free itself, it's going to pull it, the, the stuff behind it, attaching it to the control, you know, whatever, the old parts of the attraction, not ride. If it doesn't do that, if it isn't able to free itself, it's going to grab a part of the catwalk and or, or, or equipment around it and try to rip it out and throw it at all of you. Because it does have be, and you could see where that it successfully did that with one of the wizards. Oh boy, that wizard is uh, yes. Uh, and uh, so this uh, was a ten, ten, a 10 and an 8 and not successful to get a catwalk being a date with destiny right now. Uh, Imwat uh, swings his short sword, short sword at uh, Skippy, catches Skippy right across uh, the belly, ripping some of the fabric and uh, some 
what do you call those, like, uh, cogs fall out as uh, eight of damage are dealt to Skippy. And Skippy jumps uh, back towards Wada with a beak, but misses. Uh, Lord Von Chill, you, yes, I throw, I'm going to throw out a javelin. Yeah, and you whip your javelin, uh, or toss it. Wow, it, uh. It's it's almost on target. It does hit one of the the the, the legs of the catwalk, being uh, d- dealing a little bit of uh, a, a four, four levels of uh, you know four below you know four of damage. And Eleanor, yeah, I'm going to use my war hammer. Yeah, Eleanor, you swing at Skippy, but Skippy's just too fast. It jumps out of your way. So we really got that uh, that uh, catwalk being good, huh? Um, maybe twenty five percent good. Oh wow! Can you give me specific? Yes, yeah, it went from thirty nine to twenty six. Okay, thank you. Uh, so Zell's up, Zell. You, uh, your arrow goes right by the uh, catwalk being Granada. Your hand axe goes right by. The catwalk uh, being tries to rip out, it's uh, like rip away from the the cords holding it, but it's unsuccessful. And then it grabs the transporter, the broken top of the transporter, successfully rips it off uh, of the transporter, throws it at Lord Von Chill, and it lands on Lord Von Chill. You can see the right there. That's the roll, uh, and uh, does quite a bit of. Uh, uh, Lord Von Chill is thrown to the ground, and uh, like uh, quite a bit down fifteen. Oh boy, down fifteen. Uh, M. Watts uh, d- does successfully uh, again slash across Skippy. Uh, more cogs come out, uh, and even like uh, some sort of whirring thing. Skippy goes after Lot again, misses. Can I uh, still? Uh, am I conscious? You are. Okay. Can I try? Oh wow. Could I try to uh, use it to throw a javelin and get get up and throw a javelin? You okay? Let's see. Okay, wow. Yeah, so you do. You're able to get up and uh, you do another. Your javelin again just hits it in the le- the other leg. Uh, another javelin and a four of a four of damage. Eleanor misses Skippy, and the alien's close to f- the the whatever. It's close to fifty percent. Skippy's really. Uh, is down like below ten. Von Chill, you're down to two, so you better be careful. Okay, can I move? Since I'm using, can I move to the doorway? Is everyone okay with that? Yeah, you move behind us where you're safe. Thank you, Zell. I I don't need to be healed. I don't think. Uh, I think we 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 just keep going because this is. Uh, I can always run or something. Is everybody okay with that? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Okay, okay, so, uh, Zell, wow, Zell, uh, what a shot, 18 level shot, uh, and you do one plus three, one plus, so one plus three of damage, sorry, I didn't mean to say that, 
in Granada, you you somehow like dig deep and you get a, you end up throwing two hand axes because of your roll, see. And uh, one of them does five plus three. One does one plus three. So that's pretty good. And then uh, the 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 catwalk buddy one so doesn't isn't isn't able to pull itself free, but it does uh, rip out the bottom part of the um the transporter and throws that at Zell. Lands on Zell. Really hard hit on Zell. Like Twelve, like nine plus three. Wow, this is uh, Zell. Are you all right? I don't know. I mean, okay, Wata goes after Skippy, misses. Skippy goes back after Wata, misses. Uh, Von Chill, your javelin misses. And Eleanor, you miss as well on Skippy. Uh, so you should move back to the back, back further back, since you still have plenty of range with your longbow. Yeah, I'm going to move back too. But let's not stop. I think we're close, right, uh, uh, DM? Uh, you still, uh, the alien is, uh, both the creatures are teetering on, uh, yeah, you're close if, if, if your aim is true. Okay, and how's my aim? Your aim is true. Uh, you uh, strike it and uh, one plus three. So how much does it have left? Uh, four. And then Granada, you miss. Uh, now this roll, the the creature does end up ripping the piping or whatever the the, the cords attaching it to the attraction. Uh, but then it goes to throw something, and it it isn't able to rip it out. Okay, can we do uh, just a, like so in the next round it'll be able to it'll be probably jump down and be battling us, huh? Yeah, so we'll, we'll have to figure it out. Uh, we have those healing potions, so we could use our turns. Uh, I can use mine to take it, and uh, yeah, okay, okay, uh, that's fine. But let's just keep going, huh? Yeah, Mwata goes and again gets Skippy, uh, two plus two, so Skippy's down to three, uh, like, uh, whirring and, and making some weird noises. Skippy goes after Wata, misses again. Wow, Skippy's very ineffective, uh, as a battler. Yeah, but that, uh, okay, okay, so I throw my javelin. And your aim is true, and the uh, catwalker finally falls uh, to the floor and breaks apart. uh, And you see some oil and some metal stuff, and uh, Wata notices uh, the essence of some sort of magical essence floating away and says that out loud, magical essence floating away. And then Eleanor's aim is true, 19, uh, 4 plus 2. So Skippy, Eleanor lops, uh, or, oh, your hammer. So you uh, you catch Skippy while Skippy has landed on the floor near you. 
Uh, uh, but also you notice as the anal, the, uh, the catwalk buddy fell to the ground, it knocked a pipe loose, which is kind of making some sort of, uh, uh, s-ing s- s- sounds and stuff. Okay, uh, should we take, take those, uh, uh, uh what do you call it, uh, healing potions, or what should we do? Why don't I cure this Eleanor? Why don't I cure wounds on Von Chill, and then we do the healing potions, and then I can cure wounds on Zell later. Okay, so you cure wounds. Okay, so do, uh, that's plus four. Okay, and then we both take uh, each take a healing potion. Okay, and you get plus six, and Zell gets plus five. Okay. Now, could we uh, roll to search? Uh, start searching this for stuff. Uh, yeah, you do. You're not finding anything for the next uh, little while because uh, not good roll. You're unsuccessful. I don't know. I think it's uh, you're tired from battle, but you also sense uh, uh, that uh, whatever that leaking is is not good. But you do have a little bit of time because you're gonna have gonna get, 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 you know the guardian says that uh, uh, maybe you should do something, but don't stop searching for what you're looking for. Oh, so what if we go and uh, how long would it take us at that time to go and seal off the restrooms? Uh, like uh, we could rip off, you know, the the stalls. We could use them and. Uh, Hammer them into the doors so that they're never accessible again. Okay, so you go and you seal off both restrooms. That takes a while. Then you go back to the room, search. It smells stronger in there. And at this point, Eleanor realizes that, uh, oh, clearly the smell is strong and not safe for anyone. So we have to hurry. Thanks, Eleanor. That's great. And then you roll, you roll, you start searching again, and Granada is the one who says, uh, wait a second, uh, check the insides of the, um, these two beings, uh, like, uh, someone checked the catwalk, catwalk, and, uh, this beak, and uh, Skippy's hands have, uh, wizard's robes on them. And Granada rips open uh, Skippy and starts going through, and finds actually caught in the top of Skippy's beak a piece of scrap of paper and reads it and it says, uh, talk to the genie. Okay, uh, talk to the genie. I found something in the scrap of paper that says talk to the genie. Anyone know, do, do we know what it means, anybody? Or am I racking my brain? Uh, we're all looking at one another. Uh, apparently, you don't know what it means, I guess. Uh, there's a dungeon master. I can point that out. But we know, excuse me, it's Granada. I'm just wondering. We know this is important. Uh, yeah, there's something about it. And Watch actually takes it from you, looks at the paper, and identifies. This is ma- This is written in the hand of uh, uh, Frufran. One of the wizards I recognize here. 
And I would say we should take time to give these, you know, proper uh, respects. But according, you know, Eleanor said that uh, it's leaking. So, but this is an important clue left for us or something one of the wizards, Frufrau, was keeping. Uh, but I'm not sure what we should do next. Does anyone have any ideas? Yeah, this is Zell. I think we should go and search the... Uh, we could talk to the guardian, but let's go search the the um the camp or whatever. It's right across the hall, right? It is right across the hall. So you open the door and you cross the hall. Wait, before we open the door, I didn't. We didn't say that actually, Dungeon Master. Can we run run healing uh, and then listen at the door? Yeah, you get healed by uh, uh, Granada, Granada, and I mean. Uh, Eleanor heals Zell for four more. And you listen at the door. You hear some wind, but that's about it. And you definitely, Eleanor says that we have to hurry. Otherwise, we're going to start having to do rolls. Uh, there's something about whatever that thing ripped open that uh, is not good to breathe in. Oh, boy. So that means we're not going to be able to rest. Okay, so we go into the... Uh, the room, and we start. What do we find? So we listen at the door. We don't. We hear wind. Uh, so we uh, we go in. Okay, thanks, Lord Vanchel. Yeah, you go into the uh, camp, and the first thing you notice is that the uh, the roof. Uh, it, there was like uh, it's ripped open. Uh, this one, at least, uh, they uh, the Skippy and the uh, the catwalk buddy. Are, you don't you don't see them you don't hear them you look in the catwalk and most of the stuff up there had been removed uh, and you see ropes coming in uh, down from the ceiling and you roll you and you notice that uh, that yeah that that it's been recent according to this great roll you had someone's been here uh, uh, searching the camp. The camp's ransacked. The wizard's camp. There's a cot set up. You know, typical stuff. Cooking stuff. Pots. Uh, bed rolls. So, you know, very standard. Okay, this is uh, Zell here. So, we could search this room. We're looking for anything about this genie. Okay, everybody? But also, we can't, we're not able to stay here because of whatever's leaking in the other room. Correct. Uh, so you start searching, and you, you're not, you're searching and you're not finding anything. But uh, there may be other, um, like, uh, like on your search, you didn't find anything because you used the investigation. So you didn't find anything when you were searching with investigation skills or char characters. So maybe like some consensus brainstorming. Okay, well, that was a pretty big hint. And Wata, you work for the Dungeon Master, so you can't really brainstorm with us. Uh, Eleanor Zell, what do you think? Okay, well, this is Zell thinking, and so... It's not. It's something not hidden because we searched just successfully and we didn't find anything. So it's not hidden. It's something in plain sight. And the, the talk to the genie either means there's someone here named the genie or it's, something's hidden. 
So we got to look around. For, it's got to be like it's, it's something in the park, uh, like a genie, uh, genie in a bottle, or a genie, like w- w- like some sort of plush or something. So maybe, maybe I have some knowledge of the history of the park. Uh, you know that I'm just I got to think about by rolling this. D- yep. Oh wow. So, Yazel, you really rack your brain for the history of this theme park, and you remember uh, that these theme parks always had maps and stuff, and you you start to look at the walls, uh, and you realize that out of place on the wall of the camp, you know, there was some... uh, there was a wizard's procedure map. There was a note somebody put up about keeping your bed area clean cleaning your pots after using cooking. And then there's a map of uh, the land of tomorrow. Now, it's uh, someone splashed uh, grease on it when they were cooking because it's near the cooking area. But you do see, so you see the entrance from the, what's called uh, the, the, the hub of fantasy, which was the center of the park and the, the path that leads into the land of tomorrow. Over the dr- the bridge of the dreams of the future, and the lagoon of uh, you know. So, but anyway, so, and then you see that you're on the left here. You see the uh, you know the the the, 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 the what they called the, the the Institute of Alien Technology, uh, and uh, there's presentations and there's a little bit of de- description of that attraction. You see one of the sets of the restrooms you were at, which actually is connected to another side of the park further away, an ice cream shop and a food place. But then you see across the path, uh, directly on the other side of the path like uh, and the bridge, uh, the first attraction on your right if you're walking into the land tomorrow. Uh, it's called the Wonders of Steam. Uh, and you see the description, and you notice in there it says, uh, one day only, which is kind of in tongue-in-cheek, uh, the, the steam genie will introduce you to the wonders of steam and how it can change your life. Be a part of the future and uh, learn more about the wonders of steam. You know, presentation, blah, blah, it does include uh, fog effects, lasers, projections, animatronics, uh, but fun for the whole family. Okay, so we should go for it, then. We should go head over there, huh? Great job, Zell. Yeah, Eleanor notices in Lurcher Party that uh, as a nurse that uh, we need to exit now, so we can't, you can't search or rest. Okay, we should let the the guardian know about all this. So you head out, you stab at the guardian. The guardian says, "Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for uh, securing those restrooms. Uh, what did you find?" Uh, well, uh, your guardianship. It looks like someone snuck. Uh, wizards. Uh, you didn't. I guess you kept this area secure. Very good job. But uh, part of the get, when was the last time you saw a wizard? It'd been a while. But I was here to guard against intruders. Uh, yes, you know intruders. Yes. 
Yeah, so there were some intruders already inside one of the... Uh, uh, you must you could see the halls, but I guess you couldn't. Uh, anyway, so the wizards, most of the wizards have gone away for good forever. But we took care of that as well. There's also some sort of leak in there, but you're not a human or uh, you don't use you don't have lungs, do you? No, I do not. Also, some other group uh, snuck in through the roof uh and search the camp. We're hoping they didn't find any information, but we're headed off. So keep up the great work uh, keeping this area safe. Uh, Eleanor, is there, could we rest in here? Uh, as a dungeon master, I can answer. Eleanor says, no, the leak is still. So we're going to go. Great seeing you. Can you seal these doors behind us, though, so that nothing leaks out? I can. I will use my final spell, actually. Since there's no wizards to protect, uh, I will use my final spell and all the magic within me to seal these doors forever. Okay, because, yeah, it, like, uh, I guess that works, right, everybody? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. We'll see you later. Thanks, Guardian. Goodbye, everyone. Okay, so you exit there. And now you're back and um, uh, you're back facing the other side of the way is uh, so there's like a path and look kind of main street of the land of tomorrow. And you can see directly across from you kind of like going all the way is like an underhang. There's a track with like one of the transportation rides that ran through the land of tomorrow you can kind of see the, the main sign for the Wonders of Steam. And you can kind of make out that the entrance uh, is off to the right, uh, and the exit is is on the left there. But there's also, like, the queue. That's the entrance to the queue. Okay, I think we should... Uh, no, no, no. This is uh, this is uh, Granada of Darmok. I think we should observe for, for a minute and see... I don't know. My sense is we need to roll. Okay, go ahead. Oh, so you do. Granada of Darmok does notice, uh, doesn't have an idea, sees some movement up above uh, the second and third story because uh, it's kind of like a kind of a steampunky type uh, like building. And it's actually made stylistically to kind of fit with the, this kind of futuristic deco look of this building, but in its own kind of Victorian steamy way. Uh, but you see some movement of something up there, non like a, an inconsistent movement that you would associate with uh, someone watching the main entrance. Okay. Uh, can I see their line of sight or anything? No. Okay, would there be a way, Granada of Darmok asking, could we go down to the our right on this side if we stay low, stay close to the building, and then maybe either go under that bridge or sneak from the bridge and reassess when we get over there and maybe sneak across the path and try to find another back way into this building? Uh, I think you could uh, sneak on this side of the building uh, and then reassess if your group thinks so. 
Okay, so we do, yeah, what does everybody think? Is that okay? Go ahead. Why don't you go ahead? It would be easier if you go and scout it out uh, stealthily. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I can do that. Uh, so I go to the edge of the bridge, and I look again. And you look, and you see, uh, wow, you, you definitely sense that this would be a good place to sneak across, uh, that it's probably out of line of sight or whatever it is you saw earlier. Okay, so I go back and report that, and we sneak across the path uh, like right where you said, which is, I guess, uh, at the entrance at the where you would come off the bridge. Uh, you crawl across the path, uh, all of you, quietly and stealthily. And you're at the furthest part of the entrance to the queue of uh, the Wonders of Steam, and there's an overhang, so you get under the overhang, and uh, that's where you are right now. Okay, uh, this is uh, Eleanor. So we know that there's some sort of living or non-living being watching this. But we also know that the genie's inside, or we're supposed to see the genie. So maybe it's like hidden in the genie's eyes, uh, or hidden behind a poster of a genie. So we have to get in here and search. Also, we're not at 100%. Uh, we know someone's watching the entrance. Is there any back doors we could, like, look for on the right, like, keep going around the right side of the building, away from the person watching? And at the same time, double check? Yeah, you could do that if you're, okay, so we we, we, we agree to do that? Yes, yes, uh, Zell. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you successfully find a... Uh, a, a back door, like an employee door, and you listen at it and you don't hear anything. Okay, and uh, is the door open or closed? Or locked? Can we? The door's locked. Uh, Granada? Okay, Granada of Darmok here. I will try to pick this lock. You successfully unlock the door, like very quietly. You open it up, uh, and it's kind of like a like a small room where I guess employees would uh, sit. There's like a like a, there's some like old monitors that are broken that they maybe monitor the queue with. There's some but- old buttons and an old telephone uh, for communicating, and then. Uh, there's a, another set of, do- another door. Okay, can we all, is there, is this room big enough for us to rest or hide in? No, the room barely fits all of you standing up. Okay, it's, uh, the, the, what is the door status? Can we open the door? Should we open the door? I think we should listen at the door first. Uh, okay, you don't, you know, detect anything. Okay, can we open the door? You, so you do, the door, uh, because the, that door was locked, this door opens very easily. It does open inward, so then you all have to, uh, back, back up, uh, and then, uh, you open it, and actually then there's like a set of curtains, uh, blocking the door, and, uh, 
you could see to the to the right you just see like an aisle and to the left you see the back uh some seats like for a the like that this is some sort of theater and you kind of see that the room kind of circles around but in the back not that far to your left is like the entrance and the exit uh, doors okay how to where are the entrance and exit doors so it looks like one set of doors is uh, there's a center aisle uh, or no, no, no. I guess it's on the all the way to. Yeah, there's a center aisle. So maybe that isn't the entrance. I don't know. I, I'm not a, like that's But there's a bunch of doors and then there's a bunch of doors on the bottom left side. Those are traditionally the exit doors. Okay. Yeah, usually they make people go in on the left. Uh, anyway, uh so, uh, should we peek around the curtain or what should we do? Should we just walk in the room? You could peek around the curtain, uh, Von Chill. Okay. So I peek around the curtain. So you peek around the curtain and you notice, uh, so you're looking in a giant, uh, octagonal room, a theater, and it has, it's a theater built on a platform. So the seating actually spins around, like moves around. Back in the day, it would have moved around. Uh, and there's giant screens. And below the screens, there's like uh, false doors uh, and, or hidden doors. You only notice that, like, they had paintings on them because a lot of the doors are open. A couple are closed. And then you notice uh, at the front of the room is like this giant pedestal and there's some spotlights. A couple of them are still on. And on the pedestal is like a blue robot who, who's waving at you. Uh, and you see, what is it? That's uh, reminiscent. And it says, hello, hello. And uh, 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 then... You get something in the pit of your stomach and you notice to the right are two giant steam, like 20-foot high steam giants uh, with top hats uh, uh, that look pretty powerful. And then you also notice like a bunch of other like like uh, in various states of Victorian steam bots, uh, not as giant as the steam giants, more of like that must have been part of the ride. I could go into deeper discussions, but we're up against a time crunch now. So what are you going to do, Von Chill? Uh, uh, does everybody hear that? Somebody's calling us a blue. I think it might be the genie. Are you the, should I, can I say, are you the genie, everybody? Go ahead. Uh, hello, are you the genie? And the genie says, yes, yes, I am. And it's a familiar voice, uh, you would associate with a genie. He says, come right in. I've been waiting for all of you. It's so good to see you. Are you adventurers? Uh, yes, we are. Uh, uh, we're, 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 we're slow to approach, though, because you're giants and other beings. And uh, But we're looking for the genie. Well, you found the genie, and I think I noticed uh, that you've been through a lot. Why don't you rest here as my guests? Uh, we have the steam bots to protect us, the steam giants, uh, and you'll be safe here. Make camp and uh, just trust me. I'm the steam genie.
So what do we do, everybody? I don't trust the steam genie. Okay, but uh, so we leave or um, what if we just rest? If we ask the genie if we can rest on this side of the room and shifts uh, and we just take turns resting, uh, three awake, two, two, two on. We start with Von Chill and I rest and you three watch until we recover our hit points. And then you three rest. Uh, how's that sound? Yes, I'll explain. Jeannie, we kind of barely trust you. So is it okay if we rest here on the side of the room? And uh, then we'll build trust as we get some rest. Uh that's fine. Why don't you all rest, and uh, we'll talk soon. In fact, uh, why don't you all lie down, even though some of you are going to be watching over me. Get comfortable. Put out your bedrolls. Uh, the floor here was once, it's still carpeted. This room's been mostly preserved, uh, comparatively, and my steam bots are here, and we just need a, we have a, a quest for you. In exchange for the information you're looking for, because they know you're looking for something because they told me you would come and you would help me. So rest and then know that you'll help me. If you don't, you know, I don't want to bat. I have steam giants, so we could get along or not. Uh, so rest uh, and know that we should get along. All right, good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Okay, good night, good night, good night, uh, good night, adventurers, good night. Uh, hey, everybody, it's Scoots, and we're here with our episodically modular, which, which with optional seriality, meaning you could listen to these in any order, or you could listen to them in order, depending on your preference. But if you're already, you know, drifting in, you could, don't worry, we're going to catch up on everything this is a look in at an actual play game, role playing game, uh, based in another world. We've gotten this through the transverse plane, a future world much like our own, and but, but even more so like a different series in the Sleep with Me podcast. Uh, in a future world not that different than our own, uh, there'll be a group of friends playing a, a, a role playing game. And uh, adventuring and having, well, I think having fun together sounds more like uh, they're really focused. Uh, they're playing the game or they take the games somewhat seriously, not too seriously thus far. Oh, and before we get, before I turn things over, uh, I want to recommend another podcast, DM to GM, because one of the people on that show is one of my favorite people in podcasting, Sean Howard. It also features Russ Moore, and they answer your questions, or hopefully our Dungeon Master's question, uh, about uh, being more comfortable playing the games you want to play. So, a great podcast if you're new to, to, to being a DM or a GM. Uh, check it out. Uh, on, uh, you can use the link in our show notes or anywhere you know you like. And here's everybody's favorite Hollywood announcer, the renowned is that probably I, I could call you renowned. Would love to see you in a crown. You even make my heart palpitate when you frown, Mister Antonio Banderas. 
This is uh, Friends Beyond the Binary. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time to journey into the land of tomorrow. Space sounds, yeah. yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Antonio. That was wonderful. And uh, yeah, here's a journey into the land of tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. I appreciate you being on time. I do like, but I didn't didn't know if I needed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, I'm ready to get started. If everybody's ready to get started. As I said, as part of my being DM, is that uh, I'm going to turn the floor over. Who's going to do our recap and check in of where everything is? Uh, who's taking on that role? This Oh, Zell is. Okay. Okay. I'm, yeah, this is Zell. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, a fighter, warrior, and I'm here because... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. Are you going to level us up, or um, uh, did you level up our sheet? Could you? I didn't mean to break a recap, but uh, before I get started in character, oh, well, did you get my email? That we like, uh, yeah, we, the, 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 we, 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 I thought we leveled up. Uh, all the character sheets are updated. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Lord Von Chill. Uh, summarize that email in a different way than portrayed. I should have read the email myself. I'm sorry. You just wanted to keep the game flow. No, I understand. So my name is Zell. I'm an adventurer. I'm here with my other adventurers, and as we start this morning out, I wanted to, as the other adventurers wait, uh, and I finish up my shift uh, watching over where we are right now, I thought I'd go through the who, what, when, where, and how, and why. Who are we? A group of adventurers. I'm Zell. You know, I feel this probably isn't appropriate, but, you know, I've felt a bit lost, but something's been calling me my whole life, calling me to something more. And I can take a lot. Uh, You know, I'm comfortable. I'll take risks. I consider myself a powerful. But I think the world's in need of change. And uh, I guess I've always been looking for something to believe in or someone to believe in. Maybe somebody that uh, passes on messages in an active or accurate way. But yeah, you know, I pack a great sword and a longbow and uh, a mean streak sometimes. But right now I'm excited to uh, continue our adventure with my fellow adventurers, Eleanor. Uh, Florentian, a Flor, Flor, Florentian nurse uh, and healer uh, has been extremely effective uh, with Eleanor's warhammer and uh, throwing hand axes uh, thus far, proven to be an apt companion, even though most recently joined our party. And intriguing uh, with with what uh, with uh, what Eleanor uh, offers, Granada of Darmok. Uh, Nimble of finger, who have we seen? And quick, uh, quick to act. It chose someone to work with it that I still don't quite understand, but I know there's something, you know, secrets are kept. Uh, all of us keep secrets. Some secrets, even in our hearts. Uh, but Granada of Dharma, when we need stealth, when we need lockpicks or trap discovery, 
thus far, you've been very effective. And you're not a, technically a sidekick, but more of a hireling working and played with by Lord Von Chill. Our other warrior, our other fighter, knows better than most. Uh, goes first, not just in battle, but in life. Powerful and looking for even more power. With a powerful, great axe and, you know, a, a, a javelin throw. That does make my back sweat sometimes uh, when I see it. Uh, dreams of people singing the songs of glory in his name, Lord Von Chill. And finally, the quietest member of our party who uh, has been good good with a short sword, interestingly enough, M. Wata, a wizard and acolyte uh, assigned to our party by the Wizards Council that set us on this path. We're in the land of tomorrow. It was once a theme park uh, enjoyed by families in the old world in the before time, but for years it's been abandoned, uh, and there's some powerful magic at work here. There's rumors of a portal hidden somewhere in the whole theme park, which was a giant, they called it a wor the World of uh, Wonder or something. Oh, no, it was named after someone, kind of like Lord Von Chill. Lord Von Chill World, that uh, sends shivers down my spine in a different way. But this is a land within a theme park where we know, according to the Wizards Council that assigned us here, that they're the only ones that know and that it's it's somewhere in this uh, this this part of the land. There's other uh, forces looking for this, and if they discover first, it could be a disaster. And we've been tasked with finding the portal and then using Mwada uh, to to shut the portal. Uh, for forever, or I don't know. I guess I don't totally understand that. But finding the portal, we got to do that. And we checked uh, one attraction, and we found a clue. We did, you know, we did some. We had to be fleet of foot and quick with the uh, quick on the action. But we uh, discovered a clue. Uh, talked to the genie, which led us here into the world of steam. We're in a. We're resting. We've been resting. We're actually all recovered. We've eaten. And we're going to meet with... Uh, oh, cause it, because of the magic, the theme park it had old, decrepit attractions that seemed to be coming back to life. Some we suspected the work of the wizards, and some uh, we've discovered just came to life on their own. So it's a strange world, and this is a... Some sort of movie and animatronic-based attraction, The World of Steam, hosted by the Steam Genie. And I did look at a park brochure that I found that said, The Steam Genie will explain to you the wonders of the world of steam. There was So this is more of a reality-based steampunk genre attraction. There's giant steam, steam giants, uh, and different sort of steam bots, like for cleaning, I'm guessing. And well, I watched the whole night. I was on guard shift, so I was, like, observing, of course. There's one that, like, will vacuum up stuff, one that'll sweep stuff, one that carries stuff around. Technically, they're powered by steam, and I don't think they really, they're powered by 
solar rays on the roofs of the buildings. And I think these particular were maybe magic at this point. I don't know. Uh, I don't see any actual steam activity over the four hours I was up. Uh, but we're going to talk to the steam genie this morning. The, the steam genie had promised to watch over us and let us rest and stay true to the steam genie's word. And uh, so oh, who, what, where, when, why, and how. So we'll do this as a team. We're going to work with the steam genie and see if the steam genie, oh, and the steam genie's listening. So hi, hi steam genie. So we're here, uh, and, uh, you know, I did watch last night a lot of the, it seems like when your um, steam people are resting, they go into their modes from the show. Even you, you were talking, did you know you were talking in your sleep, Steam Genie? Thank you. Welcome to the world of steam, adventurers. It's so good to see you. The world's in st- world of steam's in need of your help. Well, thanks, Steam Genie. But I was going to ask, uh, did you know you were talking in your sleep about steam? Well, I, I did. Uh, I did know that. Well, yeah, like go through the... Well, adventurers, uh, I've been observing you as well, and I was told you would come, and I was left with, a, like, uh, would you like me to, so you don't need me to go through all the wonders of the world of steam? Uh, you could, I could take you on a journey to another world, a world powered by steam, and set aside your preconceived notions of what technology could be and see what technology could be with steam. You know, some people talk about soot and smoke, uh, grime. Well, Steam Genie, I'm sorry, but we're kind of on a quest here. And you actually said that like about 45 times last night. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, thank you for listening. Would you be interested in the world of steam? I would be interested in it, uh, uh, but yeah, we got to get to this. We need, we were told to meet with you because you would have the information we seek as a part of our quest. And I don't want to say what the information is because I don't, just in case, oh yes, well, I have a quest for all of you as well. Well, we that wasn't, a, we just, we were supposed to see you. Uh, we're not exactly, uh, here to get involved in something else. So you're all wizards, correct? Uh, the wizard, you're part of the wizards council. They said you would come. Someone would come. Well, I'm I'm a wizard. I'm Imwata, and uh, I demand to know where what we seek is. Okay, don't get all steamed up there, Teapot. Uh, I could tell you're in search of something. And I know exactly what you're searching for, where it is. And uh, I just need you to do a couple things for me. Okay, as M- M- this is Mwata again. And uh, I demand to know if you know what we're searching for. I, I do. I do know what you're searching for and where it is. You're searching for a powerful gem imbued with magic to be constructed for something the wizards would not tell me. They said it was a part of what you're trying to put together. 
and uh, that it's hidden somewhere. And they knew I wouldn't talk uh, without, you know, unless, uh, uh, so, and they said in exchange, uh, we hit it. So they said, you know, if you're going to do it, it's right where the, the things I need you to do are on the way. So you're going to have to do it pretty much anyway. So if you want to know where it is, like, I need your word that you're going to do what I need you to do. Okay, this is M. Watson telling the party that uh, it was a, it is a gem we seek. Uh, okay, well, what part of a gem for what? Uh, we don't want to talk about it in front of a steam, the steam genie. Well, why? Well, because what if the steam genie, the steam genie has limited knowledge? Uh, yeah, but so do we, but we're a part of your party. Okay. But it's, it's just a part of we're trying to put something together to, to find and deal with the portal. And this gem is a key part of that. It'll help us locate the portal, but it'll also help us deal with the portal when we find it. Okay. Okay, this is Zell. I'm still speaking to, to Wada. Okay, I'll take over, Wada, because you're like, uh, okay, uh, Steam Genie, what it is it that you need? And then let us talk about it, please. You know, just to, to be polite. Ah, uh, yes, I wouldn't expect you to whistle like, uh, yes, I didn't think of, I'm out of steam puns. Uh, there was once a show called Steampipe Alley starring Mario Cantone. I don't know if any of you are familiar with that. No. Okay, so here's the thing. There's a uh, next door is an attra- another attraction, actually a ride. And I don't want to give you the details of the ride, but the, the strange things have been afoot. Uh, for, for, and the wizards, uh, when they used to kind of keep things under control, but it's been a long time since I've seen a wizard in here. And the other attractions are trying to take over. Now, the attraction next door... They keep trying to come in. We've managed to block the door where some of them are trying to get in. But we know sooner or later they're going to work their way in here. And we can't get into their attraction. The steam giants can't get in there because it's uh, lower ceilings. And so we can't go in there and, and deal with it. So we need you to deal with this other attraction. The other attraction is not nice like me. They're unreasonable. They have this much a different view of the future there. And actually, it was, what do they call that, a retread or a re, re, redo of, uh, so it's not even, we were original, we, well, this, this superstructure of this attraction is repurposed, but the story of this attraction of the world of steam was brand new. And it was quite a quite a popular show in its time because of the steam. Also, I need you to turn the steam back on. You're going to see see this pipe above me. It's a steam this way into this room. There's a control room in there, and the, the, our enemies in the room next in the attraction next door have shut uh, uh, shut it down. And I need you to turn the steam back on. Okay, this is Zell whispering to my party. I think that's just a a sticker and a plastic pipe. I don't think there's any steam. Uh, Yes, but I think, like, uh, Eleanor, what do you think? 
I think we should just humor uh, and find out some. Okay, so what are we looking at, Steam Genie, as far as uh, these uh, beings and the attraction? Okay, so the attraction is was originally an attraction called uh, Buzz Tomorrow, and it was about a great hero, Buzz Tomorrow, space adventurer, and part of the Space Force who was helping deal with... Uh, well, that was so that was the original attraction. Then when they redid it, they kept Buzz Tomorrow, but they re- redid the attraction, and then this thing of like a uh, an anti-dystopia is very meta. Uh, so it's an anti-dystopian ride about the dangers of dystopia, and that Buzz Tomorrow, which is in character, is very positive. So it's also a tribute to like a, it's like a a move away from dystopia and hopelessness. So a theme of uh, hope and and tomorrow, buzz tomorrow, tomorrow, you'll be buzzing. Uh, So I don't know if I'm making sense. So there's Buzz Tomorrow, who's a space ranger. There's uh, the emperor uh, of dystopia, dystopia, the emperor, emperor dystopia, dis- something, I don't know, the emperor of the dystopian world. Also kind of like a, like a comedy, like, I don't know, it's very, uh, it's calling Hollywood to task for not doing enough uh, utopia. Oh, remember that, uh, um, remember that one story about, uh, James Cash Penny and Richard Warren Sears were in a, is there, are they in the ride for, cause they were in a utopia. Steam Genie's never heard of it, what you're talking about. Okay, anyway, Steam Genie, so there's, so, and then any other, any other beings we got to worry about? Yeah, there's the dystopians. Those are, they were little green people, and they still kind of are. But they're the people that have, like, uh, they, they kind of repainted them to look like people that are, like, unhappy with, like, uh, I don't know, represent negativity. Like brain bots a little bit? I don't know what you're talking about, but, uh, so there's a lot of them. And then there's, uh, Buzz Tomorrow and the Emperor. Okay. And how, how strong are they? Well, the, the, uh, dystopians are very small and not very powerful. They can't do much harm. Even, even as a group, they tend to go to travel in packs of, uh, Six to twelve, and Buzz tomorrow and and the Emperor probably working together, plotting sooner or later, sooner probably to come in here. And once one of them gets in here, then you know the, the, we have this, the steam giants, and 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 uh, so it'll be kind of like uh, who could win between them. So Buzz tomorrow's as big as a steam giant. No, uh, but Buzz tomorrow does seem to be. Powerful, but I don't know if powerful is five adventurers like you. And what about the emperor? Well, the emperor stands guard in the room that you're search you're going to search into. Uh, and uh, there was originally two ways in the room. You could go left or right when you go through this door we're going to open for you. If you go left, it goes towards the beginning of the ride, and then you could go in the back way. Uh, through the exit, you know, where the unload is. Or you could progress as the ride progresses. 
The emperor is at the end of the ride. Also at the end of the ride is a claw, a giant claw. And on the back of the claw is uh, is where the uh, wizards have hidden your gem. Like the shining power button for the claw is your actually your gem. Okay, so not much else we need to know. We're at full. Thank you, Steam Genie. So we need to turn on the steam and defeat, uh, like, uh, defeat as many of the dystopians and then buzz tomorrow and uh, uh, the emperor. Yes, I need you to do to, 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 their, their attractions. So, you know, end the sentience that has been granted to the uh, animatronics. Okay. Yeah, so make them non-functional. Exactly. Wow. I don't know. With Steam, that's, you know, we're we're much built much hardier. Uh, so, yes. And do you need us to come back here or anything? Well, you could come back and we would watch over you. You know, if you go and you battle and you want a place to rest, just return. What I'll do is I'll send some of my tiny steam 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 bunnies to watch and observe and report back to me. That you won't really notice them, and they're small enough that even the dystopians should leave them alone. Okay, all right. Well, what does everybody think? This is Al asking uh, Granada. What do you think? I think uh, this is the next stage in our adventure. Yes, Lord Von Chill says that it would be. We will keep our word and uh, defeat this buzz tomorrow. Sounds like it'd be on my nerves. Eleanor, I, I think, yeah, let's do I'm ready. Wada, yes, this isn't, this isn't what we're called to do. Okay, do have one thing with, uh, like, M. Wada be nice, I don't know. And then, Eleanor, I've been thinking, you've been very effective, uh, so do you want to save all, like, do I mean, this is your choice, but do you want to save any healing? Do you have any offensive spell? Do you do any offensive spell casting? Or do you want to just make sure to have healing ready? Because I can't imagine anything doing, I mean, you're tough. Uh, you've been really impressed. Thank you, thank you. I pride myself on that. Uh, now that we've leveled up, I'm even, yeah, no, I have uh, many, I have uh, healing spells ready. I could even cast aid right before we go in there. And uh, uh, that'll give us, uh, that'll give us extra five hit points each. Okay, that sounds good. So Steam Genie, I think we're ready. What does everybody think when we go in? Should we look at the room and then assess things or go left or right? Is anybody feeling anything? Um, Lord Von Chill says, let's assess things in the room. Yeah, anybody else? Okay, let, I guess that's a group uh, consensus. Okay, follow follow the steam bunny through. You're going to need to crawl through that crawl space. Uh, and then, uh, like, uh, one of the steam, steam giants is going to lift over and pull up a, a blockade. It'll go, it'll be in front of whoever's, whoever's in the lead with your group. So I'm going to go first as Zell. Then uh, what if we keep going the way we're going? Zell, uh, Von Chill, uh, uh, Granada, Wada, and Eleanor. Does that sound good to everybody? Okay, great. Yeah, let's go. 
Okay, so you crawl, you crawl through a crawl space, and then uh, a big piece of metal that has been like kind of pushed into the crawl space uh, is lifted up, uh, and it's not exactly. You wonder if you can trust the steam giant, but you crawl quickly through all of you, and you come out into a room uh, that was called uh, "Dreaming of Utopia." And you see there's like a cutout. It's like a billboard of uh, Buzz Tomorrow. So you get a good look at Buzz Tomorrow, kind of a shining uh, space space adventure and kind of like a spacesuit that could be also an exoskeleton and saying uh, tomorrow's going to be amazing. And you do see some of these dystopians and they have big eyes and they are watching you. And kind of um, uh, vibrating a little bit, but none of them are moving or anything. And they have like the part of the attraction was like uh, you were going through, and you're trying to uh, add some joy to the uh, the dystopian. So that uh, this was cool effect when they had it is they would change colors from this kind of gray, monotone or sepia. To 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 cool like uh, uh, neon colors when you gave because you had this like hope of tomorrow ray. So this is like the entrance to the dream utopian dream or something. I don't know. Now it just looks like some of the uh, like uh, I don't know. That's probably all you need to know. Okay, Uh, Zell, you're leading today. It seems like okay. I would say let's go in the back way if we can. Uh, what does everybody think about that? So we'd go left, which I guess is like, I don't know, left, uh, towards back towards the beginning of the ride. What does everybody think about that? I mean, I'm, it sounds good. It sounds good, yeah. Okay, so we look left. What can we see? Okay, you can kind of see that there's doors that are barely on their hinges that would have let you into this room of the ride. And uh, you could kind of see through the cracks in the doors that there's another part of the ride. And the dystopians are still watching, but none have really moved from their places. Okay, I'd say, Eleanor, keep an eye on them as we proceed. Keep an eye on our backs, okay? Okay, so we'll go up to the door, and should we check to see if the door has anything like we need to worry about? Yes, I'll check it. I'll I'll check it, Granada. I'll check it for traps. Yeah, there's no traps. You don't detect anything at all. Uh, Well, I don't detect anything at all, or there's no traps. I'm confident there's no traps. Yeah, you're confident there's no traps on the doors. Okay, no physical traps. M. Wada, could you see, do you have like a, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so you detect no magic traps on the doors, but there is something powerful, but not dangerous uh, in the next room. Some Something, maybe it's what we're looking for. Maybe it got relocated. Okay, let's, uh, uh, let's, let's, I'll listen at the door. Okay, you listen, and you even look through the cracks. You could see more dystopians kind of behaving the same way the dystopians in this room are. 
and um, you see by you just see another thing, which is like uh, this. Yeah, you don't see anything that catches your eye, really. Okay, let's go through the doors uh, slowly and cautiously while Eleanor watches our backs. Okay, so you go into the next room, and it's like a, a backdrop of the Hollywood Hills, and the dystopians have kind of taken over. So some of them are dressed like uh, movie stars. There's a red carpet, and they're all kind of like a, it's a like a kind of farce about uh, profiting from dystopian. I don't know the ride. This was not a popular redo of the ride. But it's like a anti-dystopian propaganda, I, I would say. Uh, or I, I don't know. It's a, it's kind of saying that Hollywood made too much. Uh, it's just strange, and it's hard to put together because some of the rides deteriorated, and there's still a decent amount, probably uh, thirty uh, dystopians in different kind of costumes and stuff. And they're all, their eyes are watching you just like they were in the other room. Okay. Well, in the other room, if we didn't approach them, they didn't approach us. Uh, so let's slowly proceed to the center of the room and then figure out the magic thing is Wada, what, what what, you want to be in charge of that? Okay. So you proceed into the center of the room and, uh, you, uh, Wada, you, you, you say it's coming from, uh, near the Hollywood sign up. Uh, so it's up about, uh, 12 feet off the ground. The Hollywood sign is against a fake backdrop of hills. And, uh, you know, you say it's coming between the H and the O and the L somewhere. There's something magic up there. Okay, um, Granada, you're the most, you know, you've got the moves. Do you want to try to climb up there and get what there is to get? Wada, does it seem safe? Yeah, it seems safe to Wada. Okay, so I'll climb up there and see what I can get. Okay, so you successfully climb up to the H and the O and the L, and you see, and even you sense the magic in between, but, 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 but like on the back of the O is a crescent wrench, uh, which you know what it is because you're, you know, you've worked with tools before. And it's, but it's like, it's very magical. And you take it and you put it in your pouch or whatever. But as soon as you do, eight of the dystopians uh, go after your party immediately. So it's a total surprise. Uh, let's see. The, and I worked out the order, which will also be the order for once you regain your footing. But a little like uh, I was calling them little aliens because that's what they were when, just when I wrote this out. Uh, but they're dystopians. Originally, they were little aliens. Uh in the original attraction, sorry, but the first LA three gets a 10 misses on right on uh, Granada and LA eight is also by Granada goes after Granada misses LA one also by Granada up in the Hills goes after Granada fails. Uh, seven 
goes after LV, Lord, Von, Lord Von Chill and does three. But you had aid, so really you still have two extra hit points. Uh, LA5 goes after Eleanor at the back of the room. And they, they just claw at your, your, you're mostly getting you in the thighs and jumping up, uh, in the cracks, uh, but does, yes, claws at Eleanor, does three of damage, but luckily evade. Uh, LA4 also goes after Eleanor, misses. LA2 and LA6 go after Zell. LA2 is successful again, cutting your kind of, your sides of your knees, so, uh, three damage. LA6 is not, it hits your shin pads. Okay, so we should, uh, uh, let's get to it, huh? This is battle time finally here. Uh, what's, how's our order looking? Okay, it's going to be MWADA, uh, LA3, Granada, LA8, Zell, LA1, LA7, LA5, Eleanor, uh, Lord Von Chill, LA4, LA2, LA6. Oh, wow. Okay. I like those, like, okay. So, Wada, what are you going to do? Oh, uh, do we know, uh, do we know how the armor class and stuff is? Uh, you'll see. Don't worry, Wada. Yeah, so this is me talking to myself. So, Wada gets, uh, 14, and it, I'll do it with bonuses, okay? So 14, oh, Wada, who are you going after? I'm going to use my short sword, LA3, since they had to. Okay, so you go after LA3, and uh, it's you slice it right in, no longer functioning uh, dystopian. Great. Uh, Granada, uh, I'll go after uh, LA2, LA1, LA8, uh, Okay, you got an 18, LA8's gone then. Okay, you got an 18, by the way. Okay, LA8, 4, so it goes after Eleanor, no. Uh, Zell, no. You shoot with your bow and miss. Uh, LA1 goes after Eleanor, fails. LA7 goes after Eleanor, uh, fails. LA5 goes after Eleanor, fails. Eleanor, you go after LA8. Is that what you, that's what, thanks for writing that down. Uh, no, you miss. Lord Von Chill gets LA8, uh, go, or LA1. I'm sorry, I mixed up here. Yeah, so LA1's now gone. So three down. Is that right? Wada took out LA three. I don't. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, just go keep going. You're doing great. Oh, thanks, Lord Vanchel. Um, so Lord Vanchel took out LA two, LA one, L eight three eight one. Uh, LA four goes after Lord Vanchel misses. LA two goes after Lord Vanchel misses. LA six goes after Lord Vanchel misses. Okay, Wada gets a 19, wow, 19, takes out uh, LA7, uh, Granada, a 14, LA5, wow, uh, Zell, 18, 
LA uh, four. Wow, man, these these things don't stand a chance. Thank you for handling this, Dungeon Master. Okay. Uh, what do we got next? LA one's gone. LA seven. LA five. Eleanor six. Sorry, Lord Ventil fourteen. So you take out LA two. Uh, so that just leaves LA six. Who gets an eleven? And Eleanor misses. And uh, oh, watch again with the short sword. Third, uh, that's it. Uh, so the, the they're all uh, malfunctioning, and the other ones are still watching, but they don't move. Um, and Wada goes up to one and pushes it, and, and it's like not attached. Okay, Granada here. Quick question. So is this? Uh, Oh, so we didn't really lose any. That was an easy battle. Holy cow. But so is this the thing we we're looking for, Wada, this crescent wrench? Uh, no, it's not, but it probably serves some purpose. I, I don't know. I'd have to contemplate it. Uh, and after that battle, I'm not in the place to go, probably have to sit down and contemplate it. Uh, but you should hold on to it. Okay, we're, we're, well, I think, yeah, we should keep going. Uh, what can we see? Okay, so there's a slight bend to, to, to your, uh, to your right. Uh, so there's no doors that, uh, where you could see, uh, you can't see around the bend, but it's like tiered, like if you were on the ride, it'd lead into this room, come around the corner, and then you'd see the Hollywood Hills, and then you'd get closer to them. Okay, so should we just go into the next room? Well, I, I don't, I think, I, this is Granada. I think I should go ahead and, and see what I can find. Okay, you, you go, so you're trying to find traps, and you do uh, find some that are kind of like, yeah, and you, 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 you disarm the traps. I was, you know, I, uh, trying to pick and choose the details to give everybody, so I hope that's okay. We could talk about it off, uh, you know, off week, but trying to keep to the important stuff, okay? Okay, so uh, what do I see in the room after I disarm the traps? It's pretty stark and empty in here. There's a couple um, ride vehicles, and other than that, uh, it's just... Uh, like there's some natural light because there's higher up windows. Uh, one of them, one or two of them are broken. The windows aren't big enough to re really make you uh, like put out you on alert. Okay, um, and which behind us? Uh, okay, so there's another curve behind you, like the one you just did, and you can't see it from where you are because you're kind of in the middle of the room where there's like the last part of the queue. And then the boarding area. Okay. So everybody could come in here, right? Yeah, yeah just Eleanor, keep watching our back, okay? I'm watching the back. Okay, so you uh, were in the room, everybody. Zell's in the lead again. I disarmed some traps, by the way. Should we proceed? Should I proceed? Yeah, why don't you go ahead and see what you see? Okay, so I go around the corner, and what do I see? 
Okay, you go around the corner and you see the unload area where there's still a couple more vehicles. One's turned over on its side. Uh, there's a couple uh, little aliens or dystopians that are non-operable, that they look like they'd been through something. And then in the back of the room is a lot of debris, but you can't really see much more from where you are now. Okay, can I uh, check for, for traps here too? Yeah, you know you don't find any. Can't, you're, you're pretty sure there aren't any. Okay, does everybody want to come in? Is there anything else? Uh, I observe the room. It's just an unload room. Yeah, nothing else catch your attention. It's probably like it's mostly was done up with glow painting that you can't see anyway. Or black like painting. Okay, so we're in the room. Let's uh, approach the debris. The debris at the back of the room. Uh, can we uh, see who knows, who observes the most about the debris or anything else? Okay, uh, wow, your rolls are great. Uh, Zell goes up to the debris. And Zell, like, uh, with a really good roll, what would you do? I'd want to know, like, how recent the debris is. Can we get through it? Uh, and anything else I can observe or listen to? Okay, and then, how, like, how are you going to approach the debris as you do that? Very cautiously and quietly, obviously. So Zell approaches the debris and realizes that this is like a recent uh, kind of cave-in or something. Something recently made this area impassable. But Zell also hears some arguing happening on the other side of the debris. A lot of the debris is like metal and then panels, even parts from other vehicles. Uh, it's tough to tell. It definitely wasn't a cave-in. It was placed uh, maybe uh, as something, I don't know, maybe it's a barrier to keep people out. Uh, okay, but I can, and we checked for traps, so I'll, I'll, what can I hear of this argument? Okay, so you're listening. You can't hear it perfectly, but you can hear something saying, like, uh, in a robotic voice, darn it, Buzz, I've had enough. Uh, it's time to move. Uh, take some of them with you and find a way into that steam world. And once you find a way in there, let me know. But I'll keep watch over this room. So nobody comes in the back way. And then Buzz says, like, the back way's impassable. And uh, the, 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 so you determine this is Buzz, in, or tomorrow, Buzz tomorrow, yeah, and uh, the Emperor. And the Emperor's saying, no, 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 no. The carousel is coming. The carousel is coming. And then they're going to they're gonna try to get through there. We have to. And Buzz says, okay, okay, okay. And uh, uh, Buzz says, all right, I'll head out. I'm, I'm going to get ready. I'm, I'm, I'm almost powered up. Uh, and that Bruce says, good, good, good. Sorry, I lost me. And then they kind of have, have an apology. And uh, even then, they kind of try to rebuild consensus uh, rapport. So you return to your party.
Okay, uh, so it sounds like this buzz is heading out, uh, and pretty soon this area is impassable, so we're going to have to go all the way back around. So what I'm thinking is uh, we do the same thing that the L.A.'s, the little the dystopians did to us. It's like we go back around to the room we came in. If we can get there... And then, Granada, you scout out Buzz if you can. Hopefully, you get a good roll like we've been getting. And let us know when Buzz is coming. And then we'll lie and wait for Buzz tomorrow. And hopefully have an advantage over Buzz tomorrow. Okay, okay, that sounds good to me. Is everybody ready? Can we do? Can we just go back to the room and, and uh, do, do we need to roll for anything to get back there? No, you don't. Uh, okay, one observation, Granada here. When I went into, now I'm not sure if we were, those uh, little aliens came after me because we grabbed the wrench or because we went into their air, their territory. But if we are going to hide somewhere in this room, because now again, how many little aliens do we see, DM? In this room, uh, probably like 15 None of them, your, 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 your memory serves that they don't seem like they've moved other than their eyes and little vibrations. Can we find spots where we wouldn't be in the little aliens' territory? Everybody else in the party can hide somewhere, uh, do you think? Yeah, the only problem is that the places without the little aliens is at the far end of the room, like the air part of the room you came into. Because they're more gathered or, or or assembled as a part of this, uh, like on the other side of the, like, like, you know what I mean? So you're a little bit of a distance uh, from the entrance to the room that you haven't been through. Okay, okay. Well, everybody hide, and I will stealthily attempt to look in the other room, observe, and keep going and see if I could spot when Buzz... Uh, is on Buzz's way. Maybe hide. Can I roll for all that? Uh, you can. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. Uh, uh, Seventeen. Okay. Plus my bonuses, right? Yeah, yeah. So everyone hides uh, effectively behind the different things. Uh, not not important. Probably not the greatest cover, though. Other than hiding, it's mostly like uh, plywood. But a lot of plastic and fiberglass, just so you're aware, you, you know that as adventurers. Okay, so not a lot. Well, like hiding cover, but not physical cover. And Granada goes to the room, which again curls around again. And as Granada goes in that room, that room's like a little bit of a, like a, a it was like a little, literally like a transition scene where there was going to be there once was like these uh, you could see it's all ripped off uh, pro- projection mapping stuff uh, but you can see that it, that was there to hide a couple doors and then again it wraps around like a U so uh you crawl on your all fours, full stealth, uh, and look, and you see down the hall, Buzz is talking to some little aliens. 
And Buzz does look pretty um, sleek and uh, like a space ranger. What, what, do you, what do you think you would do with that information? Can I uh, proceed back? Uh, huh. Can I wait and watch for Buzz to move and then head back to hide in the same room as my adventuring party? You can, and I'd say you're doing that, uh, and you're waiting. Everyone's waiting, which is a great place for us uh, to take at least a virtual nap until next time. Just waiting for Buzz tomorrow to move with the little dystopians, uh, and waiting and resting until next week. Uh, good night, everybody. All right, hey everybody, welcome to our ongoing episodically modular series, Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. Uh, you can listen to us in any order, I'll just give you the basics. This is a li little bit of a listen-in live play, an actual play of uh, a few friends playing a game, a role-playing game. Now they're from a you know a, like another like a, they're from the future or something. I don't know how. I, once again, I somehow got access to this uh, recording, but they're basically playing a bit like a D and D, which is a role playing game. Really fun theater of the mind. But this one gets better because it's set in a popular theme park uh, that has gone past its prime, and it really uh, really lulling stuff. Uh, because there's no rides to go on, so they're you know they're just walking around, but just interesting enough to keep you company. And you know who's going to be keeping me company while I record this episode is uh, a Hollywood legend, a man who uh, I don't even like. Sometimes I don't even know what to say. Like uh, even though he has squeaky elbows. And sometimes he, he says, uh, "Don't I'm not moving," but he is because he just can't detect those micro. A man who moves in not only moves in mysterious ways, who moves in microscopic ways that are still I can st that still get picked up on the mic. But he comes out up, drives all the way up here, just to be with all of you, really, and play a board game with me after if he can remain silent enough. Uh, and so, uh, without further ado, I'd like to, to, to turn things over to Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, friends beyond the binary. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for an adventure into the land of tomorrow. Spaceship swoosh. Yeah. Thanks, Antonio. Ready for another round of, uh, the audience doesn't know this, but I've never had a victory at John August's game, uh, One Bunny Kiss, which one day, you know, I recorded an unboxing of it. One day that unboxing episode will come out, but, uh, so, yeah, um, that, like, uh, I, I still have, Antonio's bested me every time and everybody else I've played with, uh, but one day I'll win. But I have fun playing it every moment, almost. But without further ado, this is Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. Okay, is everybody ready to get started? Uh, uh, Granada of Darmok, I think your job to, is to recap everything 
unless you all want to roll for where everything is with your characters and everything that's happening. Because we did break in the middle of uh, an action, an action. I mean, in between actions. But it, you know, we, 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 oh yes, thank you, thank you to my dungeon master. Thank you for everyone being on time. Lord Von Chill got me here on time. I am Granada of Darmok, uh, and I don't lot to, like to talk about uh, the the tricks, trickster god, the god of tricks, Darmok. Uh, July, you know, I, Lord Von Chill does not like me to get deep into my belief system, so I won't, even though I'm tempted. But I, Granada of Darmok, or uh, Granada of Darmok, am a quick-fingered, quick, fleet-footed rogue, you might say, rapscallion. I, I work for Lord Von Chill. I'm not a sidekick, though, though I've been referred to one. I'm my own person. I'm just uh, hired uh, to to work. I work uh, as a part. I serve this party under the tutelage. I don't know if I'm under the tutelage. I don't know what that means. Lord Von Chill wanted me to write, read out some thoughts he wrote down, but I refuse uh, because that wasn't part of our working agreements. But I'm in a band of adventurers that I'm here with, uh, and I'm reviewing our adventure thus far for myself and my fellow adventurers. So that we can, uh, we're all in understanding. So I'm Granada of Darmok. I, I work with the, the Lord Von Chill, a fighter of the highest class, powerful, brave, wealthy. That's uh, Lord Von Chill. Please don't speak. I'm speaking, Lord Von Chill. You could just indicate with your head that you're, you know more. Oh, of course. I'm also here with Zell, our other fighter, more of a working class fighter, as we've been referring to Zell. Uh, but Zell has some personal connection to Lord Von Chill. I believe Zell's just well, I believe we're a group of adventurers, so of course we have a personal connection to each one of us. But Zell's been dependable uh, in the heat and uh, and the cool of, of uh, adventure. Also, we have our healer, our nurse. Uh, she's a Florentian, and her name, but not from Florentian, like I'm Granada of Darmok. Uh, uh, Florentian is your belief system and and your kind of branch of healing and nursing. Uh, and that's Eleanor. Who also now not just for healing. I've seen Eleanor uh, cause some. You know, who, who those who have opposed us have found out uh, that Eleanor is powerful uh, and quick and, and quick, bright too. I like I like working with everyone, not just Eleanor. And finally, the quietest member of our party, M. Watt, a wizard assigned to, to our. I mean, that's just a fact. Uh, Originally, it was played by someone uh, who Lord Von Chill was formerly friends with. Uh, but we had another wizard, but then we were assigned M. Watt uh, because the other wizard had a disagreement with Lord Von Chill. And uh, they were, they, according to Lord Von Chill, they were incorrect. Uh, 
but I get to be a little bit more balanced than Lord. But so they left the party before we even got the venture really going. But the Wizards Council knew about it and assigned us M. Watt, uh, some sort of acolyte, very quiet. Well, I'm told uh, powerful in magic, but we have yet to see that. Uh, but wise and actually very uh, effective uh, thus far, other than like to see a little bit more like lightning or something. Oh, that's a higher level. Okay, well, understandable. So we are adventurers. We're we're here in a former theme park, uh, searching for a portal, and actually, well, not just a portal, but pieces of a staff or a stave, or some sort of magic item that we need to assemble to close the portal. Is my understanding. And once we gather the pieces, we'll find the portal, we'll seal it up. If the portal's not sealed, it could come under evil influence that could use the portal for non-good things. I think it's a portal to another world, um, and so we have to find it. Now, one of the impacts of this portal has been to bring life uh, and sentience to... Uh, essentially toys and, and or combining sentient beings with uh, plush animals uh, or what are those called? Animatron- animatronics coming to life, uh, becoming independent beings, uh, both with uh, good attitudes and not so good attitudes as we've recently seen. Right now, we're working with the steam genie who has told us where a crystal that we seek is as part of this staff we're supposed to reassemble. Uh, so we're here. We've uh, scouted out the area. We've been dealt with some little green people, uh, gone back and forth with them. And now we're laying in wait uh, for Buzz tomorrow, uh, who we hope to surprise Uh or I'm going like I'm going to go look around and see. Uh, I can't remember the exact uh, details because uh, we, you know, we talk even when the game's not in session. So and sometimes I think a few steps ahead. That's my job's rogue. Uh, but so you could correct me. Uh, oh no, where, where was I high? I can't remember. Uh, but it was you. Know, you're all looking at me. So here's what I remember so that we could start our actions based on this. Is everybody in agreement with that? Okay, I, I guess I get to lead this week a little bit. It's exciting. So we we've, we we know that we suspect that the claw where the, uh, the jewel is hidden is in an area that we were not able to access, uh, that this the characters of this ride or attraction have declared battle on other attractions, and we've been tasked with defeating them for the steam genie and turning the steam back on in exchange for now knowing the location of the gem. We've dealt with some of these little green people who, uh, uh, something about dystopia is the theme of this ride that, uh, Hollywood sells dystopians and why can't, why can't we follow Buzz tomorrow into a utopia uh, we know that Buzz is working with uh, the Emperor, uh, who was, I guess, at some point Buzz's antagonist uh, in the ride attraction story. 
uh, the representation of dystopia, possibly, but now they're working together. And I was hiding. I found a storage room. I don't know if I, where I think that steam connection, a control room. And I can get in there. I don't know if I told everybody that or even if we took a break. I thought we just broke in the middle of things. And Buzz is coming this way. And we should be hiding and waiting for Buzz. And hopefully we would get, uh, uh, we would be able to act first. Is that where we are? Is there uh, Dungeon Master, uh, theme park, you know, adventure guider. Uh, we're all hiding behind uh, wooden things that will not offer us protection, but will offer us the chance to uh, hopefully have one round of unheated, unheated action. If we could please tell us. Okay, so yeah, you uh, you're all hiding behind different uh, things like uh, parts of the old parts of the attraction. You Granada had seen Buzz coming this way, and you've all been waiting patiently for them. And when I say them, I think Buzz had uh, three, uh, like uh, of the characters, the smaller characters from the ride. It's, uh, well, I was calling them little aliens in my notes, but uh, coming along with Buzz. And so you wait until Buzz gets into the center of the room that you're all in. You're all hiding. And it actually just happens to be the room where Buzz just gets ready uh, to give commands and is talking with the little green people, trying to find something it's actually the, the 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 thing you came through, and Buzz seems to be doing some thinking and some talking, but you can't really hear it. And so, are you all gonna uh, roll? Like, if you if you go now, you'll have one yeah one interrupted uh, uh, shot at Buzz. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, we didn't really talk about this, but what if, uh, this is Zell, uh, what if I, uh, Lord Von Chill, we, we go after Buzz and Wada and, um, Eleanor, you go after, uh, you try to eliminate all the green, little, little greens and, uh, Granada, you also go after Buzz. Can we start rolling for that? Uh. Yes, you can, and uh, as far as so, I, I just did the whole initiative first, so that uh, just for but so Zell, you have first, and you use your you're going to use your bow. Uh, yeah, I'm going to use my bow because like uh, okay, so you uh, you fire an arrow, and oh boy, it lands right in the, the chest of Buzz. It makes a plastic plunking sound, but it went halfway in. Lord Von Chill, are you going to use a javelin? Yes, I'll throw Okay, your javelin, poof, whoa, right into uh, the other side of Buzz. Pretty pretty, pretty sunk, pretty good. Wada, what do you plan to do? Short sword against the, the green people. Okay, you use your short 12. Okay, 12. Okay. Yeah, you do. You take out one of the uh, little, little which, which one were you? Number the closest one to me. Okay, that's LA little, little alien three. So that's gone. You take that. You just get it and right in half. Granada, 
I will use uh, my my uh, short bow against Buzz. Okay, you miss, uh, Eleanor. Yeah, I'll use my throwing stuff against uh, one of the little. Okay, you missed as well. So the the, the, the now we have roll for now we've already rolled for initiative. Um, and I'll run through that just so everybody's clear, but. Uh, LA, Alien 3 is gone to the big farm, and Buzz has sustained a 12 of damage. And I know you're going to ask, so I'll say, well, you can ballpark it as uh, Buzz is pretty strong. That slowed Buzz down just a little bit, but not a ton. Oh, boy. Okay, and, oh, so the initiative is Buzz goes first, then Zell, LA, LA 2, Lord Von Chill, Wada, LA3 would have gone first, then Granada, uh, then LA1, then Eleanor. Okay, and what does Buzz do? So you're all watching, and uh, you actually, like, uh, Buzz had kind of moved into a position where Buzz kind of moved to the opposite end of the room, slowly backing up while this was all happening. And so Buzz kind of has you all in a, within one, a cone, if you know what I mean. Uh, and he raises his arm and he presses a button and it releases what I would call a sonic blast. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a blast of noise, but it's so powerful, uh, it, it is more than just a noise. It has a physical bass-like element to it, and you all roll... Uh, saving throw against it, uh, and Zell seven. So that's Zell. You you sustain ten. Uh, Lord Von Chill. Tw- okay, Lord Von Chill only sustains five uh, of damage. Wada ten of damage. Granada five of damage, and Eleanor five of damage. Oh boy, that is not good. Okay, and now it's action time. Zell, hold on, hold on. Uh, before we make any moves, could I bring up an idea here as, uh, to, uh, before, before we take action? Yeah, we're in trouble. So, well, we got to get out of the way of that, uh, out of that sonic blast. We can't all be in the cone. So, those of us that can do two actions, how many people can do like a surge or something or a second action? Like I know I can. So why don't those of us that can surge close to, if we can get close and on the side of Buzz, uh, then we'll be out of the range of that thing because we're not going to last very long. I don't know how many pulses that arm, sonic arm has. Okay, tell me more. Uh, tell me more, Granada. Okay, so Zell, you, I know you do have action surge or something like that. So if you see what you, you roll, go after Buzz, but not with the, I think, in hand, like, like we need to go, you know, move. Uh, okay, I could see if I can move after before my turn, but yeah. I think it's not that big a room. I could probably do it as part of my action and Lord Von Chill, I think the same thing. Uh, Wada, you look like you're probably in t- trouble too. So what if you uh, you try to move out of the way if, the ne- if there's going to be another b- 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 thing? Uh, I mean, we still have a round of action, so hopefully we'll defeat this buzz. 
But Eleanor and Wada, if you still go after these little green, we still got a couple of green people. Uh, how does everybody, is that okay? We move and we separate. And hopefully whoever has the highest HP, maybe you could jump in front of his thing out of the three of us. Uh, okay, so everybody sound good? I, I, full, I fully, I think everyone's nodding, yeah. Okay, so let's see. Uh, Zell, 12 plus your bonuses. So you, uh, with your, you're using your sword, you charge buzz and use your sword. Is that, yeah, so I charge buzz, use my sword, and you do 10 of damage. You slash right across. Uh, you open up, some plastic breaks off on buzz's control pan, front control panel. Uh, LA2 goes after Lord Von Chill, but misses, uh, Lord Von Chill, uh, 12 plus. Okay. So yeah, you do eight of damage. Uh, oh wow. Yes. Uh, I did eight of damage uh, as I charged again. Also, I charged, uh, with my ax, uh, yeah. So you do eight of damage on buzz. You crack, uh. One of Buzz's shoulder plates, uh, and there's sparks coming out. Wada, uh, I'll use my short sword against an alien. We, 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 excuse me, like we, well, I'm sorry that Wada acted. Wada, you got six. I'm sorry. Uh, Granada, you go after Buzz. Uh, you got an eight. Okay, so uh, you did five of, of damage with your uh, your short sword. It's pretty good, pretty good. I chipped off something, huh? Cracked it, cracked the helmet, actually, the faceplate the Buzz has. Uh, LA-1, little alien-1, uh, jumps on Eleanor and gives Eleanor a little cutty-poo. Uh, does three on Eleanor. Uh, but Eleanor goes back with a 16, and, to, to, like, right after that, that's the end of LA-1. Uh, and that's the end of that turn, that round. Oh no, it's not. Is it the end of that round? Yeah. So that's the end of that round. So LA one is now gone and LA three was gone before, uh, buzz is teetering. Buzz has taken a lot. Uh, if you had to guess, you'd say sub 10 HP. Uh, Sal looks like you're at 12. Lord Von Chill, 17. Wada down to four. Uh, Granada 12 and Eleanor 11. Okay, so we're up, but but we should be able to be blocking Buzz, uh, uh, from, uh, yes, yeah, so I'll jump, uh, can I jump in front of Buzz? Uh, Lord Von Chill here, am I, okay, let's just, can you, we can, can we roll, please? I'm just saying, like, when I moved, that's where I moved in front of Lord, like, before, in the past. Okay, I understand. So let's see. So, so Buzz uh, again uses the sonic blast, but you and Zell are the ones that are in front of it. And uh, to, to Lord Vanchel, you take ten of uh, you go. You take ten, and uh, Zell takes five. Oh dear, that's not good. Yeah, you, you you take ten, or he, yeah, you take ten. Zell takes five. Zell, that's even worse for you. What are you at seven? Uh, okay, so so then Zell, 
well, I'm going to use my, I'm going to take it to take out buzz. Okay. You got a six, uh, LA two actually jumps on Zell's back and, uh, does a little slashy of three. Why me? Why, why me? Because your location, uh, Lord Von Chill, 10 plus five. So you do four on buzz, uh, so Buzz is definitely sparking now. Uh, Wada, short, short, sword. Wait, wait a second. Why is Wada using? Wada uses a short sword. Takes out seventeen. Takes out LA one. Uh, Granada twelve plus. Okay, so five. Okay, so Granada, you, uh, you, uh, you, 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 you sink your short sword into the opening on Buzz's control panel, and everything sparks, and Buzz uh, goes incomplete. Okay, so we're a pretty. Oh wow! So Buzz is taken out. Uh, can we? Do we find anything valuable? No, you don't find anything valuable. I mean, some no. And you're also not sure how loud that was. I mean, there was the sonic blasting, so uh, you probably uh, you, you want to probably do do you know? Do, I don't know. Okay, this is Eleanor here. We definitely have to do. I got to do some healing here. So let's see. Uh, I have. I think I can do six spells. Because the aid spell, last time I did the aid spell, was that, uh, yes, you're down, you did one aid spell. Okay, so I have five, I can do one second level and four first level. Okay, let me do some math here. So if I cure Wada, I could get, give, so can I give seven to Wada? So that gets Wada up to 11. Okay, and that was a first level spell, okay. Okay, then let's stick with first level then. Uh, four, seven more, seven, four, seven, 14. So if 28 more I can cure out of, uh, oh no, wait, four, uh, three, wait, I have four, I used one. So seven, four, 21. Uh, so why don't I give seven? To Lord Von Chill, that's 14. Uh, oh boy, Zell, you definitely need, you're down to four. So seven for Zell, that gets Zell to uh, 11. Uh, seven for Granada, that gets Granada to 19. And... That's it with those, and then maybe I could do this one, and I could just uh, treat both of you. That gives me 14 more, so that would give, I could get Zell up to 18, and... Granada, and then I guess I got to do myself. So I'm at 18. So then Granada's at 17. Lord Von Chill's at 14. But that's it. Wait a second. That, 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 that uh, yeah. 
I don't know, because they're going to be coming soon. We, I think we should just head. Do we have any? Okay, I just want all of you to know that a Steambot came in uh, to the room. It had been watching you, and it hands you uh, all, like, uh, some small uh, potions uh, and motions for you to drink. Okay, so we drink those, what happens? You, you all got about, you're all at full HP. It was only about, if, if the effects were like three to five hit points. So you still had to use, you still had to do all that heal, healing, Eleanor. So it was, a, when, it was a, as the max they were going to, just in the rules, it was the max it was going to give you anyway. Uh, so you still... So everyone's at full hit points because of Eleanor with a little bit of extra help from the Steam Genie. Okay. Uh, Granada, you're kind of in the lead. Excuse me, I'd like to say something. This is Zell. Go ahead, Zell. What's going on with Wada? Uh, What do you mean? Uh, Why haven't you used any magic? Like, this feels like it's taking me out of the game because the Dungeon Master's running a character that's supposed to be a a magic user. We could have used some magic during that uh, encounter. Now I'm, like, barely, I was barely hanging on. So I I I don't think I can keep playing. Okay, let's, this is uh, Eleanor. Can we please stay in character? Can you tell us what you're feeling and... What you what resolution you want? Uh, well, I'm just feeling like either the DM has created a character th- that uh, is holding back, or a character with conflicts, and I'm not. Oh, you're you're looking. Yeah, please do it in character. Okay, give me a second. Okay, Zell speaking as Zell. You know, I'm frustrated, Wada. And I'm going to talk directly to you because you're a member of our party. I don't know where your magic's been, but we could have used it back there. And I don't think I can trust you as a member of our party anymore. And I don't trust your motivations because when we needed your magic, you didn't even try to cast a spell. You just used a short sword. So I don't know what if you can tell us what's going on with you. Otherwise, I, I would ask that you leave our party. Whoa, 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 Lord Von Chill here. You can't just, that's not, a, you don't have the right to throw someone out of our party. Okay, well, why don't we let Wada explain There's explain things and then we'll go from there. Okay, this is Wada. And yes, I haven't cast any spells and I don't appreciate your tone or the way you're looking at me or you're speaking to me. I'm a wizard. I'm a member of this party. I'm committed to the cause. And uh, I don't just, I'm not a performer. This isn't a show. And I'm not a busker to perform magic when you command, Zell. We're a party of adventurers. I don't work for you like uh, other members of the party. I'm not here. I'm here to, 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 to further what we need to do not to uh, follow orders. I'm not a soldier. I don't even know what else to say. Like, uh, also I'm, I'm a little bit hurt that you would uh, bring this up. Uh, okay. This is Eleanor. This is not a good time to be discussing this. 
because those sonic blasts were really loud. And even though we've recovered, clearly we haven't fully recovered. And we really have to deal with this because that Zerg, Granada said Zerg or whatever, the emperor was bigger than Buzz. And so I'm trying to figure out if we can go down. We might not even have a chance to scout what we're up against. And they could be waiting for us. Uh, and now you two are arguing. So here's the thing. Uh, what, what, uh, Zell, what do you want exactly? How can we resolve this quickly? Uh, here's how we can resolve it quickly. Either Wada performs some magic right now, like maybe some shield spell for us, or Wada leaves the party. Okay, that's not realistic, though. That, I realize that's what you want, uh, but uh, this is not the time for that. Uh, I mean, maybe the shield thing. Could you do the shield thing? Or Wada, what do you have to say? I I refuse to cast a shield spell on command, and uh, I don't understand why you would vote me out of your party uh, because I didn't cast magic. Like, uh, either you trust me or you don't, uh, Zell. It's not like I'm telling you how to run. We're supposed to be building consensus and it seems like something, either you could trust me as a member of the party or you can't. So I guess uh, you you could decide. Yeah, but it's really tr- tough for me to trust a member of the party that's not run by the party. Okay, well, is your issue with the Wizards Council that I answer to? Or is your issue that I have, you, you feel like I have strained allegiances? Uh because it doesn't doesn't seem like that's you didn't have an issue with it till just now, and not to break maybe something came up between weeks. Uh, so if you're gonna call me out, okay, whoa, 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 this is Eleanor here. No calling everybody out here. Let's stay in game, and let's get this resolved. Uh, I guess I got to do more healing than I expected this week. So. There's no, there's not going to be any performing of magic, uh, and there's not going to be any throwing out of parties right this moment. Um, so is there another solution, Zell, that you could come up with? Yeah, okay. Well, if everybody wants to be all consensusy, we vote that uh, we could vote Wada out of the party for later. Or we could, okay, I see where, let's vote, let's have a vote as a party to have a vote later to vote uh, uh, WADA out of the party after this is resolved. Or maybe I'll just see what happens to WADA in the heat of things out there. Okay, um, that's fine. Uh, you have 30 seconds to explain it. Neither you or WADA can vote, so it'll just be uh, Granada, Lord Von Chill and I voting, which again seems a bit, uh, an interesting choice since you're dating the, I mean, not to break character myself, but that's an interesting choice, but fine. So go ahead with your, 
Okay, we can't. Why we have a wizard that's not casting spells? Uh, something's up with that. And maybe I could get somebody else, another wizard, to come in and join our party. Even though the person we had. So that's my vote. Is uh, this is? Uh, yeah, that's my vote. And maybe if my vote doesn't go my way, I don't know if I'll keep playing. So you're saying you're going to leave the party if you don't get your way. Uh, again, That com- maybe you need to think about, okay, we'll have the vote to have the vote. But in between any vote, you need to think about this. And I want you to think about it. For, I, w- I, would li- I would assign to you, as the healer of this party... I would request that after we get through this, before the next vote, you present to me a uh, five pages from a journal you're writing as WADA about how you would imagine WADA feeling uh, if you were WADA and the situation came up. And I vote to keep WADA in the party, by the way. Uh, Granada of Darmok here. I vote to have a vote later to vote... Uh, to, to vote, to have a choice to vote out or in uh, WADA. Okay, Lord Von Chill, it's 1 1, so your vote. Uh, this is ludicrous, uh, and I know this is going to be great, bring great displeasure with Zell, but. Uh, what, wait a second, you can't vote different. You can't have your two, you can't play two characters and have them vote differently. I, as Lord Von Chill, uh, vote to, to keep Wada in our party and uh, uh, to take a leap of faith and see how things go. Okay, this is the DM you have to make. You, 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 this is the DM. You got to, like, uh, I'm going to have to roll some dice here if things don't change. Okay, well, I lost the vote. That's fine. And I guess we got to keep moving. So what are we going to do? Well, I was originally leading Granada of Darmok here. So I'll. What if I scout ahead and try to look around the bend? Now there could be a risk there, uh, but I could roll for stealth and see if I could stealthily at least to see if they're if they're lying in wait for us. Then we'll be prepared, uh, and we could flush them out or something. Okay, uh, that sounds good. Okay, so you successfully uh, crawl down the hall again like you did before, look around the corner again, and you see that uh, they're waiting for you. Uh, but they're like, uh, so you see the claw, and uh, you also see uh, Zurg is kind of paying attention, but Zurg and a couple of the. Uh, Little green people are working on the claw. It looks like it's close, like it keeps shaking and shuddering. So their attention is divided. And actually, you sit there and listen, and you hear Zurg saying, hurry up, hurry up. Uh, We could use the claw against them if we get an operational, and then we could use it to get into the steam and, and take out the steam people. So pick up the pace. Uh, maybe Buzz took them out. Uh are ready, but we have to be ready in case the, some of the steam bots or something come. Okay, so that's good. They're not expecting us. They don't know about us. So that makes they don't know anything about us. So they're expecting some steam beings. So, so uh, 
or would we be able to have a surprise in there? No, the room that Buzz is in, or that uh, the Emperor's in, the Emperor's in the back left corner. Uh, as you look down, it's like a track for the, the ride vehicle to go down. At the top left corner is the Zerg in some sort of a UFO, the Emperor. Above that is a claw, and it looks like there's uh, three little aliens working on the claw, and then two kind of standing like as lookouts near the base uh, of uh, like the hills that uh, supposedly the Emperor's flying above, but those are just wooden things. So it would be like it'd start out probably as a ranged uh, encounter. Okay, so I report that back to the party, and uh, are we ready? I think we're all ready, yeah. Okay, well, don't say it like that. Uh, Eleanor, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, Granada of Darmok, are you ready? I am ready. Lord Von Chill, are you ready? I am ready. Zell, are you ready? Yeah, I said I'm ready. Mwata, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so we go in and we roll, and what happens? Okay, so you as you rush into the room, I'm assuming you're all starting range and moving in closer. Yes, yes. Okay, so as far as the um, initiative goes, it's going to go LA, LA4, uh, the Emperor, LA2, Lord Von Chill, Zell, Eleanor, Granada, LA1, uh, Mwada, LA5, and then LA3. Okay, so we rush into the room, ready for range, at least the first round ranged, everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we do it, and what happens? Okay, so uh, it was LA3, 4, and 5 that were working on the claw. LA4 seems to be the fastest, jumps down, and uh, uh, tries to get you trips on the way. Uh, okay, Zerg, uh, the Emperor. You feel the you feel the whole ground shake, and then out of the UFO comes a, a projectile, a giant one, and it hits the ground in front of you and splashes a uh, ACID up on you. And uh, let's see, um, well, we got. Uh, um, Lord Von Chill takes five, Zell takes ten, Eleanor takes five, Granada takes five, and Wada takes five. Okay, this is exactly what happened last time, though. Well, a little bit different. It's like a, it's a, it's a, a, a missile, uh, an acid splash missile. Okay, well, it's still, uh, okay. Okay, then LA2... Uh, goes after Eleanor, misses Lord Von Chill, uh, got a three, uh, Zell, you got a three, Eleanor 17, uh, you, you were, yeah, I was aiming for the Emperor, okay, so you get five of, on the Emperor, Granada, uh, 16, I'm also on the Emperor. Okay, 6 on, on the Emperor. 
uh, LA-1 uh, actually lands on Lord Von Chill, like somehow jumps up and lands on Lord Von Chill, does 26 of 6 on Lord Von Chill. That's terrible. Uh, M. Wata starts to whisper the words of uh, something and then sprinkles and twists and then a thunder wave comes out of uh, the arms of M. Wata and uh, doesn't get to, let's see, it takes out, uh, doesn't get, doesn't, the, the wave does not reach Zerg, but it does uh, instantly, uh, wow, it just, uh, LA4, uh, all it just falls to the ground. LA2, same thing. LA1, uh, gone. LA5, gone and la3 gone is that all of them all of them all of the little aliens are now no longer operational after that spell by mwata and mwata narrows mwata's eyes and looks at zell and like then blows like imaginary smoke off of her fingertips um, and that's the end of that round. So at the end of that round, so Zerg is, uh, or the Emperor is still very functional. Uh, Lord Von Chill, you, you've been cut in half. Uh, Zell also, wait a second, Zell took, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, Zell took, uh, Zell, you're pretty much cut in half too. Eleanor, uh, Granada, and uh, Wada, you're down all five. But that means that uh, Zell or Wada probably can't handle another full acid splash. Okay, do we have any idea how long, like, is there uh, uh, is there anything we could observe? It does look like uh, uh, the Emperor is having to reload the acid splash missile, so you may have a, a round of time. Well, that's good. So we have to do it this time. Okay, so what's the order now? Uh, the Emperor goes first. Yeah, the Emperor goes first and shoots out three small darts. Uh, one goes to Eleanor, lands, hits Eleanor, does a three. One hits Granada, does three. And the other one misses Wada. Uh, Lord Von Chill, you get a ten. So you, wow, do you do... Uh, Nine on Zerg. Zell misses uh, uh, Eleanor, 19. So six of damage on Zerg. Granada, 11 plus five. So six of damage on Zerg. And Wada casts the uh, Thunder Wave again and does 10 of, right on Zerg. 10 shakes the foundation of Zerg. Uh, so that means Zerg is definitely, uh, like, uh, look, looking a lot weaker this round. Lord Von Schill, you're down to 11, Zelda 9, Eleanor 11, Granada 10, Wada 9. Oh, goodness. So that means uh, those uh, those acids could do up to 10, 5 or 10 of damage. 
Okay, and Ono Zerg gets to go first, and Zerg launches another acid splash missile. Wait a second, could we rush Zerg, or uh, uh, can we can we do that? Because you kind of started talking before we had a chance to uh, slow-mo, you know, just uh, build consensus. Uh, sure, so all of you rush, no, all of us that have above 10 hit points rush Zerg. It's a, sorry, I'm speaking. Lord Von Chill took over again, I guess. Yeah, typical. Okay, well, it's a typical that. Uh, so, Lord El, El, Lord Von Chill, Eleanor, and Granada. Sorry, Granada, because I know you only have 10, but we rush. Uh, okay, well, it didn't matter because. Uh, 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 what. Uh, um, sorry, I'm just running some numbers here. So the, the emperor shoots it like up into the ceiling and it hits the ceiling and splashes down on all of you. But let's see, rolls wise, uh, Lord Von Chili take nine, uh, Zell takes five, uh, Eleanor five, uh, Granada, uh, five and Wada, we, we don't know. Uh, Wada's out cold, uh, totally prone after what, what hit, getting hit with uh, part of the splash. Oh no! But we don't. We can't uh, pause now. And actually, we have no, nothing we could do, except move forward. Okay. So we're okay. So we so we're going after Zerg though, or the Emperor. Yeah, so Lord Von Chill, 17, 12 plus 5, 17. So you do 9 on Zerg. Uh, you, yeah, you really you get, get Zerg good. Well, yes, I did. Zell, 1. No, thanks. Eleanor, 19. And that's it. Eleanor lands uh, right in the center of Zerg. Zerg falls out of the UFO onto the ground. And short circuits. Uh, okay, this is Granada of Dharmak here. I think before we search or anything, can we, uh, it would be okay to lift. I, ha I found a, a storage room on my last, last time, on the last adventure. And I know we can get in there. I think we should just, uh, for the time being, abandon things. We don't have any healing. We don't have any healing potions. I think we pick up uh, Wada, uh, carry Wada, if we can do that. Uh, I mean, stabilize Wada, and then take Wada and, and lock ourselves in this storage room. Is that possible? Is everyone in agreement? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so you okay? You successfully stabilize Wada. You say okay, Wada's kind of. We, you know, Wada stabilized, uh, but not awake. But you're able to 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 create a little thing because there's so much paneling and stuff. Uh, you easily create a carrier. You carry Wada back down the hall. At this point, I'll just tell you that any little aliens uh, that see you are going to freeze, and they won't engage unless engaged. And uh, you get the door open. You open this door that's kind of hidden, like it's a it's a door to a control room that now kind of smells like wet carpet. 
It's actually the control room for both uh, this attraction and the steam attraction. But basically, it's a lot big enough that you can all lie down and rest. Uh, and uh, there's only the one door, so you can secure the door from the inside. And uh, you successfully all start to rest. I think that's a good place to rest and to think about things and to write journals from the perspective of other characters uh, to see what, like, I mean, this is just a break for the week. We'll just break right here and uh, see where things take us. Uh, good night. All right, everybody, Scoot's here, and it's time for our episodically modular series, Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. And I don't really host it or anything. They t- The characters take care of everything, pretty much, except for this little setup, uh, for a setup, uh, how could, talk about a movie made for Antonio Banderas, a setup for a setup, uh, starring Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, thank you, uh, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's time for a journey into the land of tomorrow. Future sound of jets. Whoosh. Thanks. Uh, That's Antonio Banderas. Oh, what is this show? So it's a show you could listen to in any order. Thanks, Antonio. He sent me a a note. It's a show you could listen to in any order. It's just friends playing a role-playing game, and we're listening in. But they play it knowing we're listening in and sleeping. So there's a lot of... uh, you know, it's it's really lulling and soothing, I guess is what I'm saying. If you're friend of, a fan of theme parks, it takes place in what was once a pretty familiar theme park. So I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, so here, without further ado, is Journey into the Land of Tomorrow. Okay, I'm starting recording. I wasn't... Thank you for your essay. I'm okay. I, I uh, I'm not going to read it or anything out loud. I'm, I read it. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I also realize that it is M. Watt's turn to do the recap for the party, and but that's part of the story. So I will take on that role, not as M. Wada, but I will recap it as the DM. And I appreciate that. Uh, Zell, the character Zell, is uh, considering being more. Anyway, so uh, uh, sorry. I guess you know, no, it isn't easy being the DM. I'm not trying to say that uh, right now. It's opening a line of inquiry or discussion. But you know, I'm learning to be the DM and balance player and the, and the NPC. So. We're all just here to have fun. Let's just remember that. I just forgot it. That's why I'm saying it out loud is to remind myself we're here to have fun and to immerse ourselves. I think we've successfully immersed ourselves into our characters and that I'm playing the character of the DM in that. Uh, so, wow, that was that was uh, like a method. Yeah. So who, what, where, when, how, and where are things right now? What are they, you know, what are they like now? Who are you? You're a team of adventurers uh, that uh, heeded the call of the Wizards Council uh, for adventurers willing to take on a nearly impossible task uh, to uh, go into a abandoned 
rundown former theme park where the Wizard Council has uh, pretty good, solid information that somewhere is a hidden portal uh, to another world, a powerful magical portal to a powerful magical world, not our own. This other world has is a powerful magic world. It does have forces of good and not good. And you've been tasked with finding the portal and sealing the portal, which means finding and assembling a staff. Uh, that's really all the information you know to, to close the portal. There are, there are other groups looking for the portal, but you're the only group that knows what part of this. The theme park is really big. It's more of an entertainment uh, world or something. And as far as you know, you're the only ones that know that it's within the land of tomorrow. So did it, this is not only a theme park. It has different theme parks within the theme park. And you're in one of the lands within the theme park. Look, I know you all know this, but I'm just helping. So that's where you are and who you are. Who or whom? Uh, you have Eleanor, your Florentian healer. You have Granada of Darmok, uh, nimble-fingered and fleet of foot, uh, who works uh, with or for Lord Von Chill, one of your uh, warriors, uh, strong, stout, uh, brash, as well as Zell, your other warrior, a little bit more blue-collar, as we've been saying. Uh, well, maybe down-to-earth in, in certain ways, but definitely... Now, you know, definitely, yeah, strong of a strong will in a positive way. And of course, M. Wada, an acolyte wizard uh, that you don't know much about. M. Wada tends to be very quiet and was, was, uh, is right now resting, which we'll get to. And uh, we're hired by the Wizards Council and assigned to your party. And naturally, of course, your party now wonders, can we be, can Mwata be, Mwata did uh, stay strong on your side. But there are some lingering doubts uh, about uh, Mwata and Mwata's motivations or loyalties or why Mwata hasn't been more using magic more often. You've worked your way through different attractions in the theme park to where you are now, hiding in a control room. A control room where you're supposed to st turn on imaginary steam, where you're trying to uh, recoup uh, after a battle with uh, the Emperor and uh, Buzz tomorrow. The good news is you did recover a gem from this attraction, which... Uh, I guess it's like, uh, I don't know who has the gem, but we'll discuss it in a second. And, uh, but during your fight, during the final face off with the emperor, uh, it was, a, it was, a, it was a tough battle. Mwata, uh, was, uh, down to, to you very low hit points and is resting. You're, you're sealed in this room. You think you're safe. And uh, there's a, a character that does want to update people that uh, in your party because you've been working in shifts resting. And uh, in, in Mwata, you do find it strange that Mwata has not woken back up even though you've gone through a few resting shifts. 
And so Eleanor, uh, the Florentian nurse and healer, does want to say something. Yeah, hey, everybody, this is Eleanor, your Florentian healer. Um, I didn't get any rest. So that's one of the reasons Emwada, I don't think, has woken up is because I haven't been able to, I haven't, before our last encounter, I did expend all of my uh, connections with the, the three Florences, and I haven't been able to rest since. I don't, I, like, I'm going to keep trying to rest, but I'm not able to. I'm feeling some sort of discord with the three Florences, which means I kinda have, I'm probably going to have to set off on a a little bit of a personal path. I'm not leaving the party or anything, but I will have to perform some rituals to reconnect with the three Florences in order to regain my powers of healing. I still do have powers of nursing. The problem is that one of the, like, uh, the, one of the acids, the, the things that the emperor shot out destroyed my, my pack, my healing pack that I would have used for nursing so I'm able, only able to do some basic uh, stuff. I do think Wada is uh, okay, and because of all the resting Wada's doing, that's why it's taken so long for Wada to come back to us. Is that uh, I haven't been able to accelerate Wada's healing or do any major. So Wada's been healing on Wada's own. Okay, this is Lord Von Chill. Thank you, Eleanor, for sharing that with us. That is, uh, we do have this secure location, but I, I wonder, uh, what are, what do you think if, uh, how long, I guess I have some questions. How long will these rituals take? Uh, do you think you could get some rest in the next few hours? And then if neither one of the, and then what should we, what do you think, what should, what do you think we should do? I, I would like to hear from you. Uh, thanks, Lord Von Chill. I don't think I'm going to get any rest, I'll be honest with you. The rituals I perform for the Three Florences is not uh, maybe where you might be coming from in your belief system. I don't need a to find a shrine or anything. I just need to pay tribute to the Three Florences in their own ways, and it's not something I can just sit down and do either. Like, some of it is apparent to me, and some of it will be revealed to me, and it will say, oh, this isn't my opportunity now to write things with Florence the Machine, or Florence the Nightingale, or Florence the Supreme. Uh, but I don't know how long it would take, so that leads me to the next thing, which is that... Um, because I've had so much time on my hands, they said, okay, so this is an abandoned uh, theme park, right? And there's, like, it's been, but it's been abandoned for a while. So maybe there's some extra kits around, nursing kits or healing kits, but I don't know if there is because it's been down for so long. Like, there should be a first aid of buildings or, or facilities or something, but I wonder if we fi were to find them, what we would encounter anyway. And I know we've all just, because I haven't been able to heal everybody now that everybody is rested. The other thing is we didn't hear from, like, those steam, that steam bot brought us those healing things. So, so what, what I was thinking is, 
if we could get it, hopefully we could, we can't turn the steam on. I tried to turn the steam on. It's really just a fog machine. It's out of fog machine juice. I think fog juice, they even call it. There's an empty container of fog juice here. I don't even think it would work, but that would. this is the room where they did. It's behind the control panel that the fog would go into the steam. It would be fake steam. It was just fog for the steam genie. So maybe you could go explain to the steam genie, one, I think the steam genie's steam bot reported back that we defeated Buzz tomorrow and this emperor, but... If you could go back there and check, if we, like, uh, some of us are going to have to stay with, uh, this is what I'm thinking, it, just since you're all still looking at me. So I would say that Zell and I stay here with Mwada. No, thank you. I, no, thank you. I'd, I'd prefer to do something else. Now, Zell, please, here, Eleanor has the floor here, please. Oh, okay, go ahead, Eleanor. Okay, there's a good reason, like, Zell, you're full, like, we, I think we need to split up our, 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 our soldiers, uh, so we need you, I need you here to, to keep an eye on Wada, because since Lord Von Chill and Granada are a little bit closer, I think if they go to the steam, go to see the steam genie, find a way, check in with the Steam Genie, see if the Steam Genie's willing to give us any more healing potions or knows about any clinic or first aid or kits, uh, and, like, just check in. I mean, we have, we left on good terms. I don't see why there wouldn't be good terms. And say we're working on the Steam thing. I don't know if you should break the illusion. Just say that, that uh, the Emperor damaged it and... We're, we've been in, unable to reestablish steam for the steam genie. It, how does that sound? Granada of Darmok, I would like to hear what you think, but I think that's fine. We'll head out. Uh, you three, you're, well, I guess Wada's not going anywhere, but keep an eye on Wada. And we'll be back as soon as we can. I, I think that sounds fair to me. Okay. Yes, this is Granada of Darmok. I'm fine with that plan. Okay, so um, uh, I know when you split parties, different DMs have different ways of dealing with it, but we're going to split the party up. Okay, well, um, you can split the party up, and I won't split the party up for now because um, I just have a sense that if I think something's going to happen that's essential to you hearing the information you know what I mean? I think right now it's fine to have the party separated, but still together for gameplay. So, Lord Von Chill and Granada, you won't you won't be able to, but please don't break the rules, even though you're together. Please let no crossovers in advice or consensus building. So, Granada and Lord Von Chill, are you going to head back the way you came? Yeah, we'll head back to wait. Granada, why don't you go first? Because I don't even know exactly where we're going, but you're pretty familiar with it. Uh, uh, can we head back the way? What do you, Granada, what do you think? I think that's fine. I think we'll go back the way we came and head back to the Steam Genie, which isn't that far. What I'll do is, can I listen at this door and then open the door stealthily? You can. Okay, you successfully, you don't hear anything at the door. You open the door, you look around, 
And you notice actually that all the, like any of the little green people that were, um, they're mostly gone. Like probably they fled, I guess would be, you might assume something else. So, oh, that's good. They fled from us. Uh, so there's none of them. Well, there's some left, but they're stat- like they're non-motion ones. Okay. All right, let's head out, Granada. So Granada and I head back towards the the the, the passageway to go to the Steam Genie. Okay, and now I just want to check in with Eleanor and Zell and see what's ha- like. Uh, so you two, just to check in, because Eleanor, you seem like you have something... Yeah, so now that they're gone, Zell, I wanted to talk to you. Okay, what did you want to talk about, Eleanor? Well, so, so so I haven't been able to sleep, and I think part of it was like that we had this kind of challenge of authority challenge last time over Wada's use of magic. Yeah, that's one way to say it. And I still feel like there's some tension between us. And, I mean, part of the tension is just... Uh, like I only like I want to heal our relationship. Um, I, I only challenged you because I feel that you could that you were you're worthy of cha- being challenged, not because I was trying to usurp any authority or doubt your your convictions. Okay, so what are you trying to say? Well, what I'm trying to say is, I guess I was. R- r- well, I was wrong. I, I'm sorry that I, like, that if I took a tone, like, I'm sorry if I was over-aggressive in challenging your authority. I, I'm, I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying that in the heat of the action, I may have made some wrong choices that sent a message other than of respect and not even equality, that I see you as being our leader, really. Huh, it didn't sound like it when you sent Lord. Okay, well, I know it didn't sound like it, but I'm saying it now. I'm sorry. So is this like your way to heal things with Florence the Nightingale? Is you're trying to heal our relationship? Well, yes, I mean, Florence the Nightingale is my witness uh, to the apology, which is a heartfelt apology, even though it doesn't sound like it. I think it's just I've been tired, you know. But I was like, I'm sorry. I'm mostly sorry because I don't know how to put it into words other than I think there was some sort of crossed communication. And this is how I feel. I don't feel like your authority... Or the power, your power is diminished by people disagreeing with you or even not voting with you to, to, to force WADA. And I know the dungeon master made you write a thing. Or maybe I, I don't, like, I guess I'm tired. I don't Did I do that? But uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Oh, WADA's moving around. Yeah, WADA's moving around. Thank you, uh. Eleanor, for reading that note uh, and starting to come to. Zell, do you take my apology? I'll th- can I th- think about it? There's one more thing, Zell, that I was wondering about with Lord Von Chill and, and how how you... Oh, what, what is, is starting to say? What, ha- what happened? Zell, this is Eleanor. Um... 
do we you do you remember the battle with uh like uh, the, the 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 emperor yeah that's the last thing I, yeah did we get the do we get the gem we did uh yeah and we managed to get you out of there we're in a control room right now and we're waiting lord von chill and granada are looking for some healing potions i've lost my ability to heal mostly due to not being able to sleep and and uh a disc maybe you understand i'm disconnected from my source we're gonna try to find any heal like any other heal we're just they're going to deal with the steam genie and see what they can get from the steam genie so zell and i are just here you know we're keeping watch over you both of us together like together together like together as members of your party yeah okay what, do you have the gem? Can I see it? Uh, uh, Zell has it. Zell, could I see the gem? Yeah, I took it off of the, 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 the claw, and I have it here. What is it? Uh, I don't know. I can sense it. I can feel its magic. It's, uh, I mean, like I said, we're supposed to, it's like it's supposed to go in the headpiece and then a staff, and it should help us find... Uh, the magic portal and close it. But, but uh, yeah, wow, it is powerful. It's, uh, well, what is its power? I don't know. I mean, I can just, just sense it in the thing. Well, okay, and then do you know where the headpiece that it goes into or the uh, the staff is? I don't, I don't. Um, but look, dude, look at this. It's almost like it's, uh, do you, do, do you both see this or is this just me that uh, there's like a, like a pulsing, like inside of it? Yeah. It's a faint in there. Yeah. It's, it is faint. Uh, wait a second. If it, uh, do you notice that when I move the pulsing changes ever so slightly? Yeah, that is interesting. Um, why don't you stand here in the middle of the room and go slowly in 360 degrees? Uh, why? What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking if it's pulsing and the pulsing changes, then we can start to run some experiments. So why? We can start to infer things. Wow, thanks. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of if it's pointed not back... Well, yeah, it's kind of pulsing only. It stops pulsing if I'm faced this way, away from uh, back, away from the park, almost uh, back out the way we came in the whole park. And it's pulsing more towards the center. So I don't know if that's where the portal is or maybe the next piece. So we have no clues of how to find the next piece anyway. You're right. Did you so? Did you say you can't heal anymore? No, I can't heal anybody anymore. And so the only way we're able to heal right now is just by rest, which is a good thing. We have a place to rest. And you said those. So where are uh, Lord Von Chill and Granada? Okay, this is the DM. Actually, they are crawling through the uh, passageway into the steam genie's room, but as soon as they get towards the edge of the passageway, Granada, you notice a, a, a breeze uh, of air. 
and you slow down and you listen. Okay, I've noticed that there's a breeze of air, and I listen. I listen very as closely as I can by rolling. Okay, yeah, you listen closely, and you kind of just hear a little bit of air, and that's it. Uh, okay, well, uh, Lord Von Chill, what do you think? Well, let's be ready for anything, but let's cautiously and quietly proceed to the end and into the room with the the the, the, the steam genie. Okay, so you cautiously enter the room, uh, the the traction uh, where the steam genie reigns supreme. And as soon as you get in the room, you see that it's filled with natural light. It's the next day from yesterday. And the roof has been torn open. And after that, you notice that uh, the steam bots lie in parts around the room. And then you turn towards uh, the front of the room where the steam genie was. And uh, the steam genie's gone. Oh, boy. Okay, let's be ready for everything, anything now, uh, 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 Granada. You're right, Lord Von Chill. Okay, so we look. Ar- can we look around and see uh, what we see? So you look. Do you look around? You're just scanning the room, or are you looking someplace in particular? Uh, first, let's. Gen- I'll generally search the room, and then maybe uh, Granada can search specifically. Is that what you're getting at? Okay. Yeah. So. Clearly, you you look around the room. You look at the steam bots. Uh, there's no steam giants. Well, all the doors are still closed. It's just the ceiling's been ripped off. And you uh, quickly quickly uh, ascertain that there's been a battle. There wasn't much of a battle. Uh, something from the outside, or something having to do with the roof, maybe I guess. Uh, Took out all the steam bots and, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's look at the steam genie. The steam genie was behind like a lectern, right? Or, or some sort of a console. Uh, can we look up there? Granada, can Granada actually look very deeply and search up there? Yeah, I'll search uh, behind, I'll search where the steam genie was and see what happened to the steam genie and see if there's any uh, potions or anything. Okay, so you stir, search the steam. Wow, yeah, that's uh, with your bonus. That's over twenty. Um, so you search behind the steam genie's console. The steam genie's uh, uh, shins and feet are still bolted in to the console, but the rest of the steam genie's gone. And you do find some drawers and stuff and, and compartments, actually, that you, you, you quickly say that aren't for show, but uh, where stuff was stored in the past. Uh, like uh, Most of it's not usable. There was some old lubricant for the steam, steam genie at some point. Actually, uh, 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 fog juice uh, that's actually probably expired, but it's not drained. And because you get so high, you do find uh, some uh, maps and stuff. Some papers catch your attention, and uh, you grab those and you look at them. 
uh, and, and, uh, you decide to, uh, uh, as you're trying to decide what to do, you start to feel the earth shake a little bit. Oh boy, that's gotta be, let's head it. Let's take to, do, 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 do we find anything else? Did Granada find it? No, that's it. So you pocket the maps as the earth starts to shake like giant footsteps or something. Okay, that's not good. Uh, let's head, can we head back to, 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 to the rest of our squad? You can, you can. Okay, we, we go, we head back as fast as we can. Okay, so you're, as you're heading back, uh, you three, uh, also start to s- s- sense the, um, shaking of the earth, uh, not as intense because you didn't see that the, like, you just think, huh, that's weird. Did the earth just shake? But you don't have a reason to associate it with anything yet. Uh, like Lord Von Chill and Granada do. And Watt has also noticed, kind of narrowed down a general direction of where the gem is glowing, which from where you're standing is kind of like a, um, I'm trying to think of directionally how to make it make sense where you are because you're in a control room. It's really hard to know. Like if uh, if one direction was through the wall to where the steam pipe comes out, where the steam ge- steam genie is, I would say you would move another like 25 or 30 degrees to the right. So not across the street where the other attraction you were was, but towards the area you haven't explored is where the, the light is lighting up or the pulsing of the... And then Granada and Lord Von Chill come in the room. Okay, hey, everybody, it's me. There's no... Uh, there was a battle. Nobody's left over there. No healing potions. Granada found some maps or something. And that's all we have. Uh, also, there's some sort of sh- that shaking. I'm, I'm guessing is related to whoever took out all the ste- you know this world of steam. Okay, but you don't have any reason. You don't have any other than the shaking. You don't know anything, right? Right. I mean, it could be some sort of earth settling thing. You're right. Okay, can we look at those maps and see? Like, um, what are the maps of? Okay, the maps are of a t- of some tunnels. Uh, oh, Eleanor here. Is there any, cl- like, let's examine the maps. Whoever has the highest map score, can we just roll for whoever has the highest map score or whatever the skill's called? Yeah, yeah, let's not get any quibble over details. So you look at the maps, uh, they do seem to be some sort of tunnels, and as you look at them more closely, you do see a first aid station. And actually, with the role you have, uh, um, it would be good to know some other information, maybe, that's not map-based uh, to to, uh, to see what else. Oh, like history of the park, uh Okay, I forgot who's expert on that, but can we roll for that, please? Okay, I'll just do, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so, because I don't remember which of you is expert either, but so you remember, Zell remembers that uh, 
this park is actually the second floor, and underneath the first floor, the second floor is where the guests go, but on the first floor are called the the, the, handy, the handy halls, they called them. And the handy halls were where all the workers were, like how they would get, they would deal with garbage, they would deal with getting from point A to point B, from when getting in their work clothes, and presumably getting first, when workers needed first aid, I guess they would go in these utilidors, or in these handy halls. Uh, and you see, well, there's an entrance uh right below where the place we've been crawling in and out of uh, to get into the steam thing, there must be a hidden trap door there that you could climb down. Otherwise, there should be another entrance, uh, but it's through this caved-in spot. So we could find another one, but that's the closest one. Okay, well, where would that leave us? Uh, well, you could, as you see, and I'm showing you all this, uh, it's a very basic map. Uh, but yeah, there's a few rooms and halls between where you are and, the, um, and where the clinic is. And the map's kind of faded. You see wardrobe. Uh, you see uh, 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 test area. And then you can't really make anything else other than the first aid cross. Okay. Anything else on the map if we really, really examine it? Uh, yeah, Granada notices that uh, as you're looking for ways to get to the clinic, you start thinking, well, is there more than one way to get there is a natural question. And Granada sees that from the area that says test room, that there is some sort of uh, small passageway. There's like the main hall. There's a hallway where you could walk to the clinic, but there's also a secondary way uh, that uh, it looks like you could get there through some sort of duct or something. Okay, so we'd need to go down there to find out more, and then there's a chance that the, there might not even be what does everybody think? Or oh, which way is it? Oh wow, is that in the same direction as the um, where the thing is glowing? Is it would at least bring us in the right direction? Is the gem is glowing? This is uh, so, so Lord Von Chill and Granada. The the gem has some sort of pulsating light. We're, we're assuming it's trying to tell us to go in the right direction. What if it's warning about uh, D A N G E R? Okay, well, let's, if we point it right towards where the clinic is, it's generally close to where we could guess on the map where the clinic is or the first aid, which we're going to have to go to. So should we rest or, wait a second, uh, the DM here, all of a sudden things really start to shake and you hear some pounding going on above you like something heard your voice something giant and is trying to get through the ceiling oh you know did i tell you guys that uh, the ceiling was ripped off in the steam genie's room and that's how uh, so this we should probably get out of here okay can we just head towards the utilidors uh, granada's gonna have to go first to see if you can, can granada find where that uh, secret door is or whatever a trap door yeah, so Granada finds a trapdoor. It's in the same 
crawlway as uh, how you got to the Steam Genie and back uh, to Buzz Tomorrow. And Granada pulls it up. You, you do have to all go single file. So what's the order? Uh, Granada, myself, Lord Von Chill, uh, Wada, uh, Eleanor, and Zell. Does that sound fair to everybody to keep Wada in the middle? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so, oh, go, go, I'm sorry, Granada. Yeah, so I'll open the door and listen. And what do I see? Okay, so it's pretty dark, but you can, you, you, uh, you smell like old electrical stuff and it's just a ladder going down. Um, you listen, you don't really hear anything. Okay, can I just stealthily try to climb down and enter the room silently and then listen again? Oh boy, get okay. So yeah, that doesn't work. As you're going down the ladder, you slip, you knock, you fall into the room. You did, you, you you didn't fall far though. So, but you knock over like a giant cabinet that was like an old server. It smashes into another cabinet, uh, and then after it settles, uh, you like it, there's like a more crashing, of course, uh, and there's dust. Um, and then there's no, no sounds at all. Uh, so the only thing you could hear, hear is like the settling of the stuff you knocked over. Okay, what else do I see? Okay, well, this would be what a room was once called a server room, but it's been, it, it, uh, it without having to over-explain stuff, they had various levels of technology running this park, uh, so there's some smaller new servers, which are just cabinets. And then there was some, like, uh, the previous generation, which is one of the ones you knocked over. Then there's some of the even previous generation. And they kind of go into another room, but the other room. Okay, so if you're standing in the room, I'm going to use north, south, east, and west, but I'm also going to use left, right, and up and down. So you're pretty much in the center of this server room. And to your left, which would be the west, if you're looking at a map, is uh, more servers and then kind of just the room kind of goes off into darkness. Uh, Then there was where there was once another door, like you could see the outlines of a door and a window, but there's so many servers. There's like tons of old servers and old equipment piled in front of that door and window. You could just barely see it through the stuff. And then to your right is a hallway, uh, which would be south. So east and west, uh, west, west is like more servers, and to the east is like a server cave in, and then south is a door. Okay, but I listen, I don't hear anything. No, not really, other than, yeah, your own. Ad. Okay, cause, so everybody, should everybody come in, come down? Okay, so everybody comes down in the room. Okay, can I check to the west really quick and see if there's another room or anything? Yeah, you can, there's nothing. Okay, uh, this is Zell. Can I move some of the servers to get to that door? Or should I, everybody? Or should we be quiet and check this the door that is, or the hall? Is it a hall? It's a hall, yeah. It's a hall with an office door with a window. There is a door, but it's a, it has a window. It's broken. So it's a door, but it's barely there. Okay, but then there's also a window in a doorway. 
And can I move any of that server equipment? Does it look like it's... You look at it, and it, it looks like it would be... There's some very heavy equipment. Maybe somebody could crawl through there if they're really determined, but you don't even see an obvious way to crawl through there. Okay, so we could... Something could technically crawl through there. I mean, maybe you'd roll... You'd, yeah, you'd, you'd have to roll to find out. Okay, this is Granada. The only other thing is that I noticed that the stuff, I knocked some stuff over, and I know I'd be the one crawling. I'm not in a hurry to crawl through there unless if we could just go through this door. Because according to the map, uh, yeah, that's that room that's blocked off, there's also a hallway over there that connects to, like, the, I don't know if it's a locker room or a cafeteria. And then this way, we could go through this doorway. It goes down the hall to the wardrobe. wardrobe. So we know we're going in the right direction. Either way, eventually connects to the uh, clinic. Uh, so I prefer, I would vote to go to the wardrobe. Okay. Anybody else? I'll go with Granada. Let's go quietly. Granada, can you go first and use stealth? Uh, yeah, okay. Let's Can we go in the same order as we've been going? Sounds good to me. Okay, so you walk in, you're walking quietly, Granada, uh, ahead of your group, uh, stealthily going. You get through the door. doesn't make a lot of noise. And you go into a room, a really, really big room. Uh, that was once your view would have been, it has racks and racks of clothing and also costumes. And it goes to the West, uh, very far, but you can see the back of the room because a lot of the clothing has been taken, but there's still some like plush characters, like life size, uh, they call them face characters, I think. And there's still some outfits, and then there's a lot of, like, it was like an automated system. So there's still, like, kind of like you'd see, remember those videos about the cleaning machines or whatever? Okay, so it's a giant clothes storage to the west, and then what about the uh, other access points? Okay, and then to, uh... On the southernmost, east, southern eastern side of the room, so bottom right side of the room, is a hallway and another door. Its window's actually intact, but it says wardrobe. Uh, and the hallway's kind of long, like people would be waiting in line to get their wardrobe. Okay, okay, this all makes sense then. Because um, I think then the next room is like the locker room which you could still get into the uh, cafeteria through. Okay, why doesn't everybody come in? Is there anything else we Well, let's get this Why doesn't everybody come in? Are we all in this room? Yeah, you're all in the room. Uh, what do you want to do? Well, we should search a room. Can we check the gem? Is it, Do we need to check the gem? Just to make sure it's not pulsing like really strong or anything. What, what's it doing? It's kind of still depends on where I have it pointed, but nothing too strong. Okay. Well, why don't we, uh, um, 
I guess let's search a couple of us search or something. I'm just worried about the way that other hall. So can some people keep an eye on the what way we haven't come? Like uh, Eleanor and Zell, why don't you stand by that door? Why do you stand with them? And then Lord Von Chill and I will search. How's that sound, everybody? Wow, we're really splitting this team up, huh? Well, we're in the same room. Okay, so, well, do you want to do things differently, Zell? Yeah, can I search with you? I'd, I have a higher score anyway. Okay, that's fine. Lord Von Chill, you stay with uh, Eleanor and Wada. Okay, so you 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 have to. There's like one of those uh, counters that goes up and down that's actually still in place. So you lift the counter, and you go behind the counter, and as soon as you go behind the counter, you notice that two of the uh, plush, like uh, the, the head, ca- ca- they're like two giant chick ch- chipmunks. Uh, they come rushing at you. They're like six feet tall. Uh, they're chipmunks. They're famous chipmunk dancing team, t- Tick and Tock, or Tick and Tack, Tick and Tack. Uh, they're dancing chip, the dancing chipmunk siblings. Okay. Also, then out of your corner of your eye, you also see some sort of like something rushes out of the room in back where you came. And you hear it go, you, you, you just happen to hear it because you have really good ear, hearing probably crawling through the cave-in of servers. Oh, boy, so something got away. Did we see what it was? No, because you were so, everyone was saw a tick and tack, and you were mesmerized by two giant uh, chick, ch- chipmunks coming at you. Okay, can we tell them to stop? They don't stop. All right, but we're prepared for them, right? You are. So you roll, and it goes uh, for initiative. And it's going to go Zell, Granada, uh, Tick, and then Tack, and then Eleanor, Wada, and Lord Von Chill. Oh, boy, I'm last? Yeah. Okay, so I'll go first. Um, And I'm going to use my greatsword on. Tick is up front, right? Yeah, okay, so roll for everybody. Okay, so you, Zell, you slash cross to tick, uh, which does nine. And some stuffing comes out, but you also feel like that it's almost like the furry part is like a furry armor because there's something hard underneath. All right, well, I'll use my short sword, Granada, here. Okay, 12 plus your bonus. Okay, so you uh, also get a good slash in on tick, uh, Nine, um, and you hear some crunching metal, but tick is then tick goes after now. Tick and tack have or tick and tack have uh, unnatural uh, sharpie poos on their hands, and they also have uh, like so they look like they were cute from far away, but now you see that uh, like there's some sort of amalgamation, like uh. So they have their fake teeth, but they also have some sort of metal stuff coming through, which they a tick goes right after Zell and uh, does get a little bitey poo of Zell and a, a slashy poo that each does four. 
And Tack runs up to you and uh, gives you a little huggy-poo, Granada, and a little kissy-poo, which does uh, four each of damage, too. Oh, boy. Okay, this is Eleanor. I'm going to rush ahead with my uh, hammer, okay? Okay, so you rush ahead and you do, you do, you like a six right on uh, tick. That's who you're going after, right? Yeah, yeah. This is Wada. I'm going with my sword too. I don't want to wait and I don't want to. Okay, and you short sword, you get it right in there too. And it does a crunch uh, on tick. So that was six by Eleanor and seven by Wada. It's Lord Von Chill. I'm going to use my uh, longbow. Okay, you missed. Okay, so what's this situation with this tick? Because we got we did a lot. Tick is still, tick is definitely hobbled, and tack is fine. Uh, Zell, you're at eighteen. Granada, you're at sixteen. Okay, I'm gonna go after tick again. Okay, you you miss Zell. Okay, I'll go after with my short sword uh, granada here. Okay, granada, you oh boy, you you uh, get it right in the, the the you get 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 tick good and tick is no longer talking, and uh, you've removed uh, the the uh, tick's headpiece uh, forever. Okay, uh, then what happens? Actually. Uh, while you were doing that, Tak pushed past uh, and rushed to Lord Von Chill and managed to get Kualipu uh, uh, on Lord Von Chill to do four, but Lord Von Chill put his gauntlet up in, in the mouth of uh, Tak. Okay. Uh, then Eleanor, uh, you, uh, were you still using your hammer? Yeah, I'm still using my hammer. Okay, you 12 plus... Okay, so you did 8 on uh, Tak. Or Tak, I'm sorry, Tak. Uh, Wada, I'm going to still use my sword. Okay, you did 5 uh, on Tak. Okay, I will use my... Oh, I'll use my... Uh, my uh, Whatever, like a hand-to-hand. Or weapon, you know. Okay, you missed Lord Von Chill. Okay, let's keep going. Okay, Zell, you use your longsword, eight plus bonus. So you do uh, eight of damage on attack. So you really, uh, you get an attack right in the shoulder. Granada, you do, oh boy, Granada, you're really hitting all the notes. 17 natural. You do six more. So like uh, some of the fur is starting to fall off attack. Uh, Tack is still grappling with Lord Von Chill, but unable to do anything. Uh, Eleanor, 13, so Eleanor, oh boy, Eleanor, uh, successfully, uh, puts, uh, Tack to rest forever. Okay, and, uh, so where are we at with, uh, everything? Okay, Lord Von Chill, you have 23, Zell is 22, and Granada has 16, Okay, Granada here. Can we check these two to see what are the magic creatures or what is happening or what else do we need? Can we search the room for any other things? Okay, let me see. Okay, so you see, yeah, those are good rolls. So you, the first thing you notice is that 
uh, Tick and Tack are were costume creatures, but there's an animatronic in each one, like some sort of characters from another attraction or something put on these suits. Uh, then you immediately check all the other suits. They're all empty, you know, tentatively making sure they're not going to come. Nothing else is in the room. You search the room. You don't find anything else interesting. Except something catches Eleanor's eye uh, that Eleanor can't help but staring at, which is like a, on the main desk behind where people were working is like uh, some pictures. They're old pictures of like what I would assume are the people that worked in the wardrobe department, like having a party, a wardrobe party. Uh, with animatronics. So she's saying, well, maybe that's why the animatronics put on the tick and tack. Okay, can I look and see, go back, like follow whatever ran in the other room? Okay, so, wow, you're, uh, Granada, you're on fire. So, Granada, you go in the back, you follow successfully uh, the, the path and the dust that the other... Um, Whatever ran out of the room ran. You say it's something lighter and thinner. Maybe just an animatronic without a suit on. And it definitely crawled through the servers and through the door. Uh, that, But you look and you say, I'm not comfortable crawling through there. Okay, can I listen and uh, see what I see? Okay, you listen and um, you definitely hear some faint... You sense that there's something not that far away, but you can't really hear anything else. Okay, can I reinforce this? Uh, I'm going to leave some presents for anybody that would come through on us. Okay, you're successful at doing that. Okay, and now I return to my party. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm, I, I said something, so nothing should come through that room and surprise us, ideally. But I'm thinking we should, uh, we're going to have to be very cautious on our next move. You know that there's a hallway, then there's a locker room, and it's a two-way locker room. So locker room comes in here, so you could get your wardrobe and then go back to the locker room. I think it was like a big loop. Uh, maybe the server room was added or, or there's some other thing, but there's a doorway and if that door is closed, maybe I could sneak in and there's something, it sounds like whoever, they know we're here, basically. And we don't have a healer, so we should probably come up with a plan. Yeah, we should, but let's, why don't we take a break? Uh, and you guys can't rest as characters, but you could take a break as characters and uh, contemplate what your next move is going to be. Okay, that sounds fair. Thanks, everybody. Uh, and th thanks for apologizing, Eleanor. No problem, so Like, do you want to talk about it? Okay, thanks, everybody. Good, good night. Uh, let's all take our break.